all right guys what's going on we're live we got 500 fucking questions mm. and we're gonna answer 10 right mm. that's how it kind of goes how's everybody how's everybody doing good good man. what's new anything anybody getting bigger or smaller fatter uh, everyone's getting bigger and fatter right james your face looks a little puffier this week fuck off <laughs> <laughs> it's my beard man it's the beard it's just it's it's looking like my face. You're looking a little like rounder in the cheeks. Well, I look, yeah. Do you know what? For someone like for, for uh, I don't know about anyone else, but when uh, when someone tells me after a show, especially, oh, your face is getting fat, it's the most irritating fucking thing. Why? That, that anyone it just fucks me off. I'm like, I, fuck off, just fuck off. No, like, listen, it, I don't mind it. It winds me up more than anything else. Where someone's like, oh. Oh, someone's eating again. Face is getting chubby. I'm like, yeah, fucking no shit. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I have a mirror in my house. When I'm brushing my teeth, I can see my face is swelling. Like, I've got it. Don't worry. Ben, don't uh, not Ben, uh, James, what's with the beard comb you've been with? You've, been, you've had it for a couple weeks. I, haven't, I keep seeing I it, but it. I haven't mentioned it, and I just noticed it again. It's like smoking cigarettes, but not smoking cigarettes. It's that yeah. same. You know, you have something that you just like doing here and there in between things. Fixation. Come back. So yes, it's, it's become just, that. It's just a little habit that you got. Let me see your be beard comb. It's a nice one, actually. Look, wait. See that little engraving? Look, that wood. That's nice. Yeah. That's a That's... decent little. So, uh, Luke, Luke used to have a, a credit card buster in his wallet. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You see that? <laughs> one of them. Yeah. Awesome. Luke, Luke used to have one in his see wallet. That? And so he'd sit in the airport That's... and he'd just like crack it out and stuff. It's, so, it's the same to do. I like brushing my cat with it. This yeah. is like more of a, like a hair pick. Yeah, that's like yours is for an afro. They put on afro. So they sent me this beard company. Sent me this. They engraved it and everything. And uh, but it's like more for your fucking hair, and I don't have any hair, so I just is that actually you on it. Is that a picture of you on it? Yeah, a picture of you on it. Yeah. Oh, that's quite cool. I want one of those. When I was, Who was jacked, it? can I do a shout out? Let me get one. When I was jacked, it's like who were they? That's like what I look like. I think oh, it's it's the, the mohawk. It's the mohawk for that. What's the company for? Uh, I don't remember actually, to be honest with you. Oh, I'm, a horrible, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a horrible rep. <laughs> it was like five years ago. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, that's all right. That's 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 acceptable. Anyways, I, I just shaved my beard off, and now I'm I'm off all the gear too. So my face is skinny. Plus, I got no beard, so I'm looking like I'm skinny. Fucking prep face again. How long have you been Ready off for, for a show again? Since the Olympia. Since the Olympia. So you've been off for what four weeks now? Yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah. How long are you staying off for? Oh. You know whatever Patrick says. Yeah. I'm just going with the book, yeah. approximately what eight weeks, 12 weeks. Do you have any idea? 10, I don't know. Yeah, another four to six. Yeah, and, and then I what? felt great. Yeah, I feel good. Yeah, I've been, I've been, my diet's been really good and I've been doing cardio every day, so I'm still in like really good shape. Like, I can tell I've deflated like the fullness a little bit, like the nitrogen retention waters down a bit, but yeah. my conditioning stayed good, so I don't just look like skinny fat, like I look like still in shape, just a little smaller, you know. Yeah, yeah. Are you, um, 65, 268, but are you pissing more now? Because I had yeah. that happen. Yeah. Yeah, like pissed twice as much. And Patrick it, said it's because of that. It's it's funny, even though because I've noticed because my appetite's so good. I don't know if any of you guys are like this. When you're when your appetite's not great, you need to drink a lot of water, like get the food in. Like I find my water intake's way higher. And then when I'm super hungry, I don't even think to drink water. No, so no, yeah. my meals in two seconds, I drink zero water to get my food down. I'm like barely drinking, and I'm still pissing twice as much. Yeah. yeah yeah you can't retain he was saying to me yeah. that you can't retain as many minerals yeah can i tell you guys so after i got my first blood pressure readings when i was like really worried about it i went off 
and I had tore my tricep at the same time anyway. So I went off gear for like eight, eight, nine months. I was just taking like a TRT dose. Yeah. I probably felt the best I've ever felt or yeah. the best I, can, best I can remember feeling. Yeah. What are you laughing at, Ben? My TRT dose? You go, uh, I came off because Ian's, Ian's off, off, right? <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, I came off for eight months. And you're like, yeah, so, so I was off running TRT. I'm like, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> oh, okay, no. wait, wait a minute. I'm 42 years old, man. I'm never going to be off, off. I'm always going to run a shot of test a week. That's just off for me. I'm doing it. Just like a shot of test week. There's no, there's no such thing as zero shots for me because I'll just my okay my testosterone will crash. Ian is on zero. No, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, That's fine. I'm done. Look, this is. (laughs) I can't believe you turned it into that. I have. (laughs) Carry on with your story. You felt the point. The point is, I'm trying to say it feels awesome to be off, but we have to go on because it's what we do. Like I think people people think we love being on, and it's like no, it's kind of a relief. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's I, like I, well, I I do like for the one hour in the gym. That's the only time I actually love it. Yeah, I literally genuinely the other day I said I'm taking February off, like off off, J- yeah. Ian off, not throughout off. And I said <laughs> I can't I can't wait I can't wait to not pin for a month. Yeah, it's like funny, when, I, when I did this post, like the last post I did, I posted like you know, update photo or something and, you know, just wrote like what, I can't remember what I fucking wrote, but it said something about like, uh, uh, yeah, like three weeks or two weeks post whatever, blah, 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 you know, said what I was eating for food and, you know, like uh, off gear and stuff. And there's literally 150 comments of like, by off, you mean TRT, right? I'm like, is, is that what this is now? It's weird because like when I started bodybuilding, that wasn't a thing. It's like really evolved since, you know? Well, wait a minute. When I when I was or when I was younger, when I said off, I was actually off. I yeah. never did. The, I never did the cruise thing. Yeah. But as I've gotten older, my natural test doesn't. Well, no, of course, for yeah. you, it makes sense. Yeah. Like for you yeah. to come off would be pointless. I just I go right to zero and I'm yeah, like. That, it, would be, it would be completely pointless for yeah. sure. Well, it's not not only pointless, it would be unhealthy. It would be like, uh, yeah, less yeah. than optimal for sure. So. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's the only reason I do that. What do you do? Do you go you go all the way off, don't you, James? I did with Patrick, yeah, yeah. But my test, you know, it went down to one point one, didn't it? I was fucking awful. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's see, that's not. I don't think that's healthy. That's no, low. that's why. That's why I had a shorter period off than say Ian, because Ian's yeah. probably in a healthier spot than me. I, so, I'm a little higher than that, but not quite, not a ton better. Yeah, yeah. My my training partner was like two point five. So yeah. that was acceptable because it was just above female range. Yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> just above yeah. vagina. Just above. Yeah, he was just above vagina. So I was in <laughs> vagina, literally. And uh, <laughs> it showed. It showed in my emotions. I started getting really soft. Yeah. You start, you start crying at commercials and shit? Yeah. Everything, man. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's get into questions and we'll shoot the shit as we go. Would you rather be a billionaire but live in one place the rest of your life or be broke but able to travel? I mean, I'm only planning on living in one place my whole fucking life, so I'll just be a billionaire then. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm a homebody. I don't really want to go anywhere. But then, wait, that says yeah. travel, so then I couldn't compete? Like, I wouldn't be able to compete unless I was in Ottawa? Yeah, I guess. Oh, the fuck then you, yeah, No, because if you're a billionaire, you just hold your own show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, just pull, like, I buy a big fucking property and just put on shows there. Yeah, yeah. You just get one of them rooms. Garden. I just win, win my own pro show every year. <laughs> you could get the uh, you could get one of the holodecks from uh, Star Trek. You know yeah. the holodeck, the wait, hologram wait, deck. Wait, if you're, wait, if you're, you're a billionaire, any place, any time. If you're a billionaire, you can just buy the Olympia 
move it to, to Ottawa. Move to Ottawa, yeah. Yeah. The Olympia's in your house. There you go. I can have one regular season show, which obviously I win because of the politics and I'm crooked as fuck, and then I get <laughs> my own Olympia. I, I take it none of you uh, none of you into Star Trek. No, I know a holiday. I know what you meant. I know you yeah, meant. well, that just flew the fuck over everybody. I was like, <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I was like, I thought we were going to get some conversation out of that bit. I said yes. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just won't mention that every uh... <laughs> You fuckers! You fuckers! Ben, ignoring me. Are you stay, are you staying home too to be a billionaire? Uh, or what? No, I want to travel. I'm big on traveling's cool too, though. But I don't know. Being a billionaire, imagine the fucking house you'd live in and shit. Yeah, but my, oh, mate, some of the experiences. It wouldn't satisfy. Some of my best. My best experiences have been just traveling on my own with a backpack, like just, you know, I went to Prague on my own, did that, went to Thailand and like Cuba. There's, man, there's some cool places. I, but I you have to be, be but, but you have to be poor. Dude, you can yeah, be you can hang around Thailand. with poor people. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter in Thailand. You can bomb it and slum it. And yeah, that's, true. that's part of the experience. Yeah, but when you're not traveling, you have to be poor too. That's what I'm saying. Like it says you have just to be traveling. Just keep traveling. Just keep traveling. Constantly traveling. You know what? I never understood yeah. how, how I got friends who have no money, but they travel a lot. And I'm like, how the I fuck? I see, this, I see this with like, you know, girls on Instagram shit all the time. They're like, you know, fucking like all yeah. over the place all the time and they don't work. I'm like, who pays for this? Are you like, is this some guys paying for this? Or like, That's, what's the deal with that? In that scenario, guys. in that scenario, I think it's the guy paying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's the guys. Come on. They're like, but I mean, come to this country and we'll pay for you. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, I have guy friends who like travel around. They fucking are broke all the time. Like, how the fuck do you have the money to travel? They yeah. they eat a tin of beans a day. They you know what they're like. These yeah. people, they don't eat. They eat a tin of beans and they're happy. And that's tin, it. A tin of beans. But they, but they are yeah. happy. But they are happy because traveling. Oh. I'm telling you, like some. Of, I mean, James, you know they kill majority thing. How much did that open up your oh, like? Well, mate, listen, that's better than anything I've ever done. So it's self-explanatory, right. really. So is it better to be? world traveled and that happy that way or is it better to be rich as fuck i would choose, I, I would I choose think, world, I world traveled world traveled realistically i think world traveled for sure you know what man i'm i'm so, what'd you say Ian? i think that might be the better answer i don't know it's tough i'm not fuck you guys i don't want to be rich listen we're all <laughs> gonna end up in a fucking wooden box yeah, look rich can i can i that's that's not, being more any more rich than i like having more money than i do now i don't really care that much yeah i do <laughs> i because i could Think I could live. It says you could live anywhere, right? So I could just pick whatever city I love and live there and be a billionaire. Yeah. It doesn't mean you have to stay fucking home. Like if I live in LA, or I live in Florida, or I live in like some major city. Well, but then it's traveling. No, no, no. Yeah. But I'm, I got it's somewhere where I want to live. So oh, like, okay, sure. Yeah, you can relocate, but you yeah. can't move from there. Then I can relocate to that city, whatever city you think is the best city that you can think of. Live there and be a billionaire. Like fuck, why not? Yeah, and you could just. You, this is literally just going back to last episode. We were talking about having our kingdoms, our villages. So you basically just have your village. Yeah, because I'm to I, look, village. I'm trying to think about how much I've traveled in the last ten years, and other than work uh, events, I've gone on like two vacations. Yeah, it's always work. Yeah, so so I'm a okay, home. But, I'm but a, when I'm I go, a, <clears throat> I'm a homebody. Yeah. Yeah, but when I when I go traveling, I don't necessarily nowadays. When I was younger, I used to like to go into a, a resort and have everything there, and it was just like well, get weighted on hand and foot. I don't want to do that. I want yeah, to go no. and experience other cultures. I want to go like when I went to Cuba, we went to this little grandma's village. I walked through her hut, and there was like beds. I went and spoke to one of the waiters, and he took me out off out of the hotel and to see his family and then he drove me around personally yeah. like that that's where you get to experience the world i don't want to go and sit in a hotel 
no i did that too i did that in st martin we had a we had a we had like a kind of a travel guide with us the whole week and they kind of took us around and showed us everything and it's yeah. it is really cool but you know if you're a billionaire you can have all those cultures come to your fucking backyard <laughs> you ever go to those you ever go to those festivals where they have like all the different food groups like mexican people and then they have like you know they have like chinese food and they have you just do that in your backyard and you experience all the yeah, different yeah, it's not just food there's architecture there's landscapes right yeah. but it's like bring me the food just you know bring the food i've seen enough i've been around i've been around a lot of the world i've seen enough yeah. i can i can stay I'm, home I'm, I'm not overly enticed like I, when i was young my family travels quite a bit and you know i did a lot of international travel when i was young and like it's not super high on my bucket list, but if it was restricting me from like, you know, seeing family that's far or, you know, doing competitions or anything like that, I don't know if I'd trade, I wouldn't trade that for, for being. Hey, okay. Let's say you're retired, uh, Ian, let's say it's, let's say you're 45 and you're retired now well, then, yeah, I, I, and I'll ask you the same question. I'd probably be a billionaire then. Right. At that point, I'd have kids and shit. And it's like, you know, I'd rather, you know, have money to put them through the best schools and fucking do whatever, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But um yeah i mean at this point in my life it's not super enticing to me yeah. you know people say money can't buy happiness and i'm like i don't think that's true I'm like i think i can make myself pretty happy if i was a billionaire oh. wait no my, my, it's, choice. it's the choices it's the choices that you have it's, the you have. it's when there's the point of like stress relief and then after that i, I think it's like a no return you know here's here's my answer to that that because i've heard that a bunch of times i'm like no money doesn't buy happiness but every situation is better if you have a money in the bank yeah, money yes. buys freedom. Oh, yeah. Money buys freedom. That's my point. Like, whatever, whatever situation you can think of, if you've got savings in the bank, it's better than if you're broke. Like it's well, the, stress. The, the, yes, the, this is what I'm saying about that. It's like there's there's a cap on this because if you have five million in the bank versus having fifty million versus having five billion, like it's not like your stress level is not going to be lower having fifty no. billion. No, but like, your fun level will be higher. Yeah, but like, what are you trying to do, man? Are you trying to fucking like buy malls and like skydive in them? Like, what are you trying to do? If I have fifty million dollars, like, if I, if I, <laughs> if so I have an expensive date, put okay, it no, listen, if I have five million dollars, I can't buy a yacht. No. If I have five hundred million dollars, I can buy a yacht that has a. You want to buy it. a yacht? I'd like to have a yacht with like a private chef there <laughs> and a maid. Like a helicopter on like, it. A helicopter on it. Sea dues. Like the whole oh, fucking man. thing. I want the whole really? thing. Logistics yeah, why not? Why don't, who doesn't want that? I don't. Why? I have no need for that. Okay, I'm not saying I'm gonna. I'm, I'm focused on going to buy it. I'm saying if tomorrow somebody said, I snap my fingers, Ben, you have the exact same life, but you have $500 million in the bank. And we're also going to give you this private yacht with a private chef and private butler and a helicopter pad and sea on the back. You're like, I don't want it. Why would you say I don't want it? Who the well, no, because if he's it? not if he's not giving anything away for it, then sure. But if you're asking yeah. you have to give away the travel freedom, then of course you you wouldn't take that. No, no, no. But but he said it in a way that like it doesn't matter at all, excluding the question. And I'm like, why? I, would, I wouldn't. I wouldn't ever want that. I'd rather give my money away than ever have that. I don't need a fucking yacht. There's yeah. people that are. I'd rather give my money to charity than buy a fucking yacht. What if you could way. give your money to charity and have a yacht? Because if you're a billionaire, then, you could do both. Because the money you can give to. A, buying a yacht you can there's you're not gonna there's always gonna be someone you can help rather than buy a fucking yacht yeah i don't, <laughs> don't want to help everybody but myself i want to help myself too yeah. so like so like if i like i'll give you an example like me and paul were talking about this in the car like jeff bezos right the guy's like the richest guy in the world or one of he's got like 145 billion dollars he could literally give like the united states economy like 
ten billion dollars, still have one hundred and thirty-five billion dollars left over, and he could still buy himself a fucking yacht and all that other shit. Why would you not want to do that? Why? Why? Why would that be wrong? Like that makes no sense to me. No one said it's wrong. Well, you wrong. But you just said I don't want. Okay, that's you. He's just saying that those things don't like mean enough to him to like entice him to it. Yeah, but you say yeah, it in a way I, that if, if, you say no, it in a way that, if, if, that how much like, do yacht cost? How much do yacht cost? The one I'm thinking of is probably like a hundred million dollars. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> no, the one he's been looking at. Like he's been looking at. The exactly, it's the one he's actually been looking. He's actually been looking at. <laughs> <laughs> the one with like the eight bedroom, six bath. You know, like. A hundred million dollars. My argument is even more cemented. There is no fucking way I would spend a hundred million dollars on a fucking yacht. For You're hand. saying that now as yourself, but if you had a billion dollars, a hundred million would be like buying a car. It'd be like you buy a car it. right now. Listen, if you go listen, if you had a billion dollars, buying a hundred million dollar yacht would be like you going to buy a car right now. The thing with all these uh, things is, though, is like they lose their intrigue like after one time. Like you get this uh, yacht, you get this yacht, and then you'd be like driving sure? for a weekend. Then you'd be like, "Man, I want to <laughs> right, James." Well, I, I would, I would rather <laughs> help. Bravo. I'd rather help a hundred. I'd rather help a hundred thousand or a hundred million people than buy myself a yacht. Yeah, I want to help people. Sorry. I also want to have a yacht. So I'll, I'll help people by letting them come on my yacht. <laughs> I, you know what? I just found, I just found the perfect solution to this question. I'm gonna live on my fucking yacht with a billion dollars in the bank, and I can go all over the fucking world anyway because I'm still living. Oh, it in counts my yacht. traveling. That's right. No, it counts traveling. It you know, I'm living. I'm living move. in my. I'm living in my yacht. That's my. No, one location. The yacht is traveling. Why is it traveling? I'm living yeah. there. Because moving around is traveling. That's no, like sailing, a, sailing, the yacht, sailing counts as transport. That counts. Uh, I think I found a Luke. That's a Luke loophole. So wait, if someone gets <laughs> their yacht and, and in New York and sails it to Australia, you wouldn't say that they traveled there? If that's their <laughs> only place where they live, that's so their house. So they travel there. They just fucking they just, teleport they just, their yacht. They just ended up there. Their, ho- their, yeah. ho- their home happened to move a little bit. Their home happened to move. Yeah. They, the- they allowed the world to spin on its axis. Okay, can I still. just, can I just, can I please just, I want to clarify one more question. Go on. Ben doesn't want to have a yacht no matter what, even if he had all the money in the world. Yeah. Are you guys, do you guys feel the same way? Am I the only I'm, crazy I'm getting, one here? Uh, uh, no, I'm getting hey, a yacht, hey, mate. Hey, I'm getting a yacht, trust me. If I had a billion dollars, would be buying a yacht be like super high on my priority list and something that would be like bring any more enjoyment to my life? Probably no. But if you're at the point of having so much disposable income that you can do these things and not be phased by it, yeah, maybe sure. I'd probably buy one. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying it's like the first thing on my list, but even right now, as we speak, I would love like this summer, I would love to be able to buy a boat, mm-hmm. like a small, like obviously not a fucking yacht, but like, let's say a 30, 40 foot boat that I can take my wife on and go fucking do whatever. Right. And I'm like, or wife and friends. What I mean, why would I not want a fucking yacht? Like, that sounds crazy to me. It's like somebody, I want a yacht. like when someone says like, you know, the rock, you see the rock getting off his private jet. At, a, at some airport i'm like why would i not want a private jet no i mean there's no reason like, not to want it yeah sure. I'd, rather, I'd rather a yacht, i'd rather a yacht than a jet me too more yeah space. a yacht sounds more fun but a jet we, we obviously we all fly a lot more than we fucking boat so i mean yeah. to have the private jet would be pretty nice yeah the jet's tough like hey yo i'm going to fucking do the olympia you know me and my fucking boys and family hop on the private jet and, yeah you know, Vegas, yeah you know? you're gone yeah you're gone yeah yeah i think that i think ian's right i think the i think the yacht comes after the jet yeah Oh, I don't know, man. I feel yachts, like a, I yachts, when you're like, yacht. yacht is for the, like, when Fu put me in the, you're 45 and retire, then you get your yacht. But for now, I'd take the private jet. 
Oh, yacht to the Olympia. Oh, oh yacht to the Olympia. <laughs> it takes me four weeks. Yeah, no, it <laughs> take me four weeks. <laughs> it would take it more than four weeks. Think of the UK. You'd have to go all the way down the route. I mean, no, I but, no but now it's in Florida. It's like just a straight shot across. Yeah, exactly. The it's, only, it's, on the, it's on the East Coast. I'll be all right. Yeah. Be all right. Being all flashy. <laughs> uh, you know what? I decided I am flashy. I don't give a fuck. I, I like fucking nice things. And if I could afford them, I would buy them all. I mean, I, I do like I, I like nice things. I'm just nothing. not rich enough to get them. I neither am I, but like I would uh, like to, I'd like to be I'd like to be rich enough to buy a fucking exotic car and a fucking a sport. I, bike. I would as well. I would as well. I, I don't. Think I'm, I'm bad. I don't mind spending money. The thing is, I'm like I'm like you. If I see so, I like it. The money's gone. Yeah, so am I. I just don't have the money to buy the things I want yet, but yeah. I will. I will hopefully one day. Maybe not a yacht. Will, with, maybe not a yacht will, with a helicopter pad. To. Yeah, yeah you, I think you might. You might. You have a hostile helicopter. Hostile helipad. Hostile helicopter sounds good. Yeah, I'm just finishing my fucking kitchen. And the, the thing is, what'd you say, Ian? I said, speaking of blowing money, I'm just finishing my fucking kitchen renovation. Yeah, I still got to oh, finish mine. Yeah, mine mine's mine's waiting. My whole house is being renovated except my kitchen. My kitchen is everything's done now. The cabinets are in. They came in laser measured for the counters yesterday. Um, and I have a custom hood vent cover being made like a box with a hood vent. So that it's just that and the counters really that need to go in. Then my buddy's coming to do the painting and then we're good. So, but it was big. We knocked down like all the walls and the whole fucking ground floor, like everything. It was a big job. I think See, Ben, I, you know, I, and I'm stuck on this. I think Ben's flashier than he tries to lead on. <laughs> no, I used to be flashy. I already admit that. I used to be a cunt when I was a kid. When I had oh. no money, when I had no money, I'd walk around and flash watches and flash cars. I don't actually own a car. I don't have a car. I spent all my money in the gym equipment. And last year, I bought my family, sister, dad. I bought them all really nice gifts. I sent money to my dad. Like I'd rather give my stuff away. I don't give a shit. Okay, so you've changed. So let me ask you this: Do you think it's wrong to have nice things? No, I didn't say anything's wrong. I'm saying. When you for you personally, question, would you? Yeah. That's why I said what you want isn't wrong. I said yeah. for me, I would feel wrong if I had a hundred million dollars disposable income and I spent on a fucking yacht rather than helping people out that I couldn't sleep yeah. at night. Yeah, I'd sleep well. I'm not yacht. saying you're wrong. You're I'm saying I would burn it out. I'd sleep like <laughs> a baby on my fucking yacht on the on the, <laughs> on the wavy in the wavy ocean. ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think uh, um, I, I changed a lot after my motorbike accident. Like my my whole outlook on life flipped. I don't think there's anything wrong with helping people, but I think you should also enjoy the fruits of your labor. That's where I. Oh, absolutely. Listen, so, I'm, I think there's, mm, there is a balance yeah. there. There's, you, you can have good acts every now and then and help people. That's but, right. You know, but this I, is what I'm saying. I, I often I often try to help others and then and, you know reward yourself every now and then as well. I'll tell but, you what I'm. I'll tell you what I'm saying. I'll give you an example. Sorry, Ben. I'll give you one example before you go ahead. So. We're doing. We're me and Summer are talking about doing a mental health campaign for Hostile, kind of like the one I I posted from that sweatshirt I bought from that truck company, or the mod truck modification company. Anyway, that to me is giving back. So if like we come up with a, a shirt or something and people buy it and we donate those things to a mental health foundation, that yeah. to me is giving back. But I'm also going to take the profits from Hostile and go buy a fucking yacht. So I think both can exist at the same time, right? Yeah, but okay. Well, yeah, all right. I mean, my, I know, my, I know my, what you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna say. You're gonna say, yeah, but you could take all the money for the yacht and also give it to the foundation. But I think yeah, you're 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 giving money to a foundation or for something that you're not currently that you currently don't have, right? 
So you're going to create a business, you're going to create a business where all that money, which is a good thing, which is all that money can then go directly to the charity. Yeah. But all of your money, you're going to keep for yourself. No, I didn't say I wouldn't donate to the foundation. I've already donated to the foundation. I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say I personally wouldn't donate. I'm saying my company can donate and my company is me. So my company can donate. My company can create a business where people are also donating. So I'm, I'm doing more than just sticking my own hand in my pocket. I'm taking everybody else's money, but my company can also provide for myself so I can enjoy my life. And I think I, but, so, so that was my original before I got into my point was when you were talking about enjoying the fruits of your labor, I get way more enjoyment from giving to other people than I do for myself nowadays. It That's used great. To be different. Like I honestly got to Christmas this year and I was more excited to see everyone else open what I'd got them. I didn't care what I'd got. Yeah, that's normal though. I feel that way I mean, too. But then it's like, I would rather, but that's where I get, so I'm enjoying the fruits of my labor because I get to, and if I give to charity, that's me enjoying my, you know? Yeah, that's, but there's, but there's, I, I get that. Yeah, and that's, and that's, saying, uh, getting value out of that money to bring enjoyment to his life, he would get more out of giving. No, no. Life. And I understand that. And that's totally valid. And I do, I feel the same way when I give to people or give presents yeah, or give. want to do some stuff too. That's but funny. I also feel great driving in a Ferrari. So yeah. I want both. Yeah. Right. Like, but I, I don't, the right answer to this. I mean, no, no, there isn't a right answer. It's whatever you prefer. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. So we didn't answer anything except for, oh, you guys all said you would travel. Yeah, yeah, right? I, I, I think realistically, yeah, I think so. Yeah, for okay. now, I would think that. That's so cr- years, ask me in 10, 15 years, it'll probably change, but for now, I'm good with Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I got to tell you guys, I hate being broke. Like, it's the worst feeling in the oh, fucking world. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the question. You have to be broke. It's not just traveling. It's you have to be broke and traveling. Yeah, but I wonder if you'd feel enriched from the travel. Yeah. No, I would feel I mean? like, I would be like, this sucks. I have no money ever to do anything. I'm just, you know, I would be like, I hate you know, I used to live check to check. The idea yeah. of just being stuck in one place seems worse to me than the concept of being broke. Yeah. I feel like if my friends and family are in that place, then I don't give a shit. Okay. Well, that's yeah. where this is an individual. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm seriously a homebody. Like, I don't, my friends and family live kind of in the same place I live. And yes, yeah, so I'm yeah. the same way. But if I can see them, I'm like, I'm okay. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, very, I'm very in the gray area for this because I've given two answers as we've gone through this. So I'm not really, I'm kind of divided on this. I'm not quite sure. Have you guys ever lived check to check? Yes. I'm sure you have, right? We all have. Younger, yeah. It's fucking horrible. Yeah. It was, it was stressful. All my bodybuilding before I turned pro was that way. Yeah. And I don't, I, that was a long, a, a lot of my life was spelt, spent in debt or living check to check. And I don't, that's where my, that's where the, no, yeah. that's the lead, that's the, there. There would, be a shift in, there would be a shift in lifestyle here, though, because if you're traveling, you're you're getting the, the rewarding thing for you is the travel and the money is a secondary thing versus like we're trying to live a life where we're trying to do certain things with the money and you don't have it. Like this person, what you're trying to do is just travel, enjoy the simplicity, simple things in life. Like, you know, how many people do you see like fucking backpackers shit? They got no money, but they're having a great time. Mm-hmm. We're talking about our existence where. You have, yeah, a, yeah, you have a gym and you have cell phone bills. You have all these things, but you can't afford them. So you're living check to check, which is causing the stress. So it's two very different. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, like you said, there's no right answer, right? So we're going to yeah. go around. Go around. Okay. Um, if you could tell yourself, if you could, t- this question comes up a lot, but we'll answer it again anyway. If I can't believe we just spent fucking 20 minutes on one question. We're never going to get through any of these fucking things. 
If you could tell yourself, your younger self, one thing to do and one thing not to do for bodybuilding. Oh, I get this so much in my Q&As. I think it's because there's a lot of young guys listening and they yeah, want to know. I, I never answer it. I always avoid this question when I see it on my Q&A because <laughs> I, I really don't know what to answer it. And I don't want to be like a dickhead and just be like, well, I wouldn't say anything. The journey is, you know, but like, which I don't really know what the fuck. How do you answer this? Like, well, it's hard to answer say... as well when you've seen certain levels of success in what you've done. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. You, so you don't, regrets are quite hard to have when you're where you are. Yeah. If, well, you, if I'd been, if we'd all been completely unsuccessful, then you'd be like, okay, well, where did the, you know, lack of yeah. success root from, but our journeys all progressed on a road towards some level of success in this world. I'll tell you one mm -hmm. thing I would have changed. I would have, uh, I would have said yes a lot more often to a lot of things. Yeah. I, I avoid sort of things. My anxiety caused me to avoid some guest posings. I'm, like I, I used to be like that a lot too. Yeah. So I, I missed out on a lot of things that I justified at the time. It was like, Oh, I don't need to do or do that. Or I don't need to do that. Or I don't. And I would make up a good reason for not doing it, even though inside, like deep down, I knew it was like yeah. my anxiety, my anxiety was like, I ah, just stay home. It'd be easier. The last few years, I've just completely let myself be an absolute yes, man. Like if someone's yeah. like, Hey, you want to do this, you know, thing for fucking, you know, talk to kids and we're not going to pay you. And it's going to be a, you know, shit yeah. day. Yeah. Want to go do a guest posing. We're going to pay you fucking no money. I'm just like, man, sure. You know, yeah. like, I just yeah. see a yes to all of it. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, it, like so many other things, you know, potential opportunities can come from these things and you meet people and shit. It's just like fucking just say yes and who cares? You know? It definitely adds to your character as well when you do those yeah. kind of things. And I, and I admit I'm like towards past there. I'm quite bad at it. Um, yeah. I'm often the person who like retreats to my house and just stays quiet. But the few times that I have decided to take upon these kind of offerings, it's definitely rewarded me in one way or another, maybe not financially, but in other ways. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah. it's funny because I, I always now my like rule of thumb is just to say yes to basically everything. And then as the thing approaches, then I get the, a lot of anxiety, like you're saying to us. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Coming up and I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't have said yes to that. Like, yeah. why did I say yes? And it, this is every single time. It's the same. I get the anxiety about it. And then when it happens, it goes way better than I thought. I'm like, oh, I'm glad I did that. You know? That's right. hundred percent. It's like, it's like, it's like a say yes to feel anxiety to then feel good. You know? Can I tell you yeah, the funny true. thing is that's how I treat this podcast. I know it sounds stupid to you guys, but like. The whole thing, the, the whole thing about talking to somebody you don't know is the reason for my anxiety. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, this podcast is going to suck if you don't talk to this person. Yeah. So I'll message the person, I'll set up a date. And then like you said, Ian, I'll get like, you know, two days before the podcast. I'm like, oh fuck, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And then I'm like, too late. You already fucking, you already booked it. Yep. And then, then you do it. And after you do it, you're like, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. So it's the anxiety can fucking hold that. That's the one thing I would have changed like in between my twenties and thirties of my career. I can yeah. agree with you. Yeah. Ben, anything? Yeah. Um, I don't know how to word it, but maybe you'll understand. And I think you guys probably already did this. So this is why for me, I'm the unsuccessful bodybuilder, right? Of this fucking group quite clearly. I think whatever you're trying to achieve like the end goal, start living your life like you're already there. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah. if you want to be a pro body, you want to be a pro bodybuilder, yeah. go and take it, take it as seriously as the guy that's already a pro. Don't yeah. half ass it and expect to get to where they are. Like I know from, I mean, the, the pros that I've been and seen, they convince themselves and they treat themselves like pros, even as amateurs, right? Way yeah. before the fact they lived their life. They took it seriously. I'm starting to take my own training more seriously now and things are coming together. I'm not saying I'm going to be a pro, but I'm just saying 
where you are, it's like that fake it till you make it kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Act, act like you're already there and that will, you'll get there. No, what otherwise you're, you're going to make excuses. What you're saying is better than the fake it till you make it shit. Yeah. Right. What, you're, yeah. what, you're saying, what you're saying is actually do the work that those people are doing. Right. So you can, so you, so you can, you, you, you're ready for it when you get there. Right. Because I actually, know a lot of people, a lot of people's mentality is, oh, well, if I was a pro, then I could do X, yep. Y, Z. I yep. could train. I, like, I could eat, then, I, yeah. then I'd eat my meals. Then I'd, I'd be stricter on my diet if I was a pro, because yeah. then it means something. Yeah. I hear that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. If you were to have one particular training partner for your entire life, who would it be and why? I'm happy with my training partner. Yeah, that's a tough question to answer because we haven't trained with every single person. You know, I haven't tried. I haven't tried enough people. I've I want to try more people. I've <laughs> I've been training with Paul for fifteen years almost or more. I mean, I've been training with Julian since just before the Olympia, and that was probably the most progress I made in six months of my entire life. Have you guys ever had like a long-term training partner? I mean, I know obviously Ben, you trained with Luke for a couple of years, but anything longer than that? Like mine are for like a season. And then I'm like, I yeah, need a new I've, one. I've had a few. Like I had a buddy Dustin I trained with for like a full year. And obviously I've you know trained on and off with Chris for a long time, you know. Yeah. Um, and then Julian is my most recent, most consistent. Probably. Why is it that you think a lot of a lot of guys don't have long-term training partners? Uh I don't think it's there's like any pussy, you get bored. Is what sorry? It's like put it's like pussy, you get bored of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, don't it? You're just like for fuck's sake, I need something else. This it's is not like... fresh no more. It's not true. <laughs> Listen, Man. it's true. Don't fucking deny it. Sometimes you're like, you know what? I've had the same fucking conversation a hundred times in a row. It's time that I mix things up. All right, James uh, is mixing. James is mixing things up. I love. I, listen, I always get like a reboost every time I train with someone new for a period. The initial six to eight weeks is like the best. So I feel like like it's a constant evolution. I don't know what it is. I always get these like re reboosts from training with different people. Yeah. I like training with different people. I don't mind. I like teaching them as well, like especially if they're someone who perhaps doesn't know as much as I do in bodybuilding. I'm fueled by helping them progress. Yeah. That's always quite fun. Some of the best training partners are so fucking unsuspecting too. Like I, yeah. You know, people always think like, you know, someone like me and James have to train with each other for it to be good. Like, you know, because we're like on the same kind of, you know, ballpark of strength and intensity. Like you have to have yeah. that. But, you know, I trained with this kid who, you know, um, works at the gym that I do. He's like 21 years old, 22 years old, like natural kid. And it was like some of the best workouts I ever had, you know? Yeah. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. he pushed hard. He was like eager to be there. He was excited. Like, you know, he pushed me hard in my sets. He's, he was just, it was like one of the best workouts I'd had yeah. in a long time. And, you know, it was from some kid that if you were to look at, you know, from an outsider looking at like Ian training with this guy would be like, what the fuck's this kid doing training with him? You know, but it was, it, it's so you don't need like, you know, you don't, don't need you best partner ever you know they're the strongest or freakiest or craziest person you just need someone I, I, motivated and to work hard you know don't, don't i you trained think... with a fellow sorry go ahead james in my in the first lockdown i trained with my friend steve who was one of is the manager at the gym he's just a, like a little tennis player yeah and yeah. honestly i had some of the best sessions ever because yeah. he's he came into every session wanting it yeah you know so he was like i'm here to learn i'm here to improve a good workout partner takes this, not this, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I think, think so. I think that's the key. the key thing. I don't think, um, I don't think like pros are meant to train together. Like, it I, doesn't I, work that well. I don't feel like when two guys are on the same level, it works as well as like if there's a disparity of some sort. Same. Honestly, when me, me and Chris trained for a long time, it's not nearly as good as the workouts I've had with a lot of people that were way less level, you know, high level than Chris or I. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah, I don't know why. It's almost like somebody needs to lead the workout, maybe. Is that why? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, when I train with Julian, Julian actually kind of leads the workout, even though he's the lower level of the two of us, technically. Like bodybuilding-wise, yeah. Yeah, like he's a top national level guy where I'm, you know, a pro, but it's, you know, like the intensity, it's like he's pushing me and then I reciprocate the energy that he gives, you know? Yeah. Ben, anything? Uh, no, I kind of zoned out. I didn't want to listen to any of that conversation. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. okay. We'll move on. Uh, what condiments make meal a meal clean or not clean? What makes a uh, meal? What makes a sorry? What makes a meal not clean anymore? Not. Butter. Clean? Yeah, like if you're butter. if you're gonna add condiments in the in the off season. Butter. Butter. Is butter, butter where we draw the line? I think unless butter. Unless it's, unless, unless it's uh, uh, what's the one? Fucking hell, what's the one that John likes? Grass fed butter. Yeah, but it's uh, Kerry Gold. Oh. I've never heard of that. I don't think there's anything what? wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with butter. Why is there something wrong with butter? It's just, it's just Isn't you John Meadows all about like grass-fed butter and stuff? Is that like a John likes yes. John likes adding a little bit of butter to like his pre-workout meal just to like get not a little bit of butter per se, but a little bit of fat. And butter could be one of the choices. Is there any reason why is there any reason why butter would be worse than I mean I know it's canola oil. Yeah. Um like if I'm gonna do like like let's say my pre-workout meal is like chicken potato and i'm gonna add like a half a teaspoon of butter to my potato Not too yeah, that's, that's, that's still a clean meal to me yeah that's what i'm yeah, saying so butter so butter's not that bad you're just slowing down the carbs no. a little bit with some fats no this is a this is a very difficult question i man. would say like mayonnaise like if you start putting on mayonnaise on shit then you're like okay yeah, but what if you're doing a keto yeah, diet? you can get the mayonnaise light you can get the light mayonnaise <laughs> if, you're doing, if you're doing a keto diet the mayonnaise could be conducive to your diet okay let's assume it's a normal diet not keto diet okay then it's like crap isn't isn't mayonnaise just crap it's like shit yeah it's just egg, egg yolk and fucking garbage isn't it i don't know ben nice. anything uh, no, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot. Actually, you gotta shoot. Yeah, I gotta go. You have I'm, to. Uh, yeah. Okay. I take, I'm, I'm I'm take no, is it? Okay. I'm Time up. Shoot. Time up. I'm gonna edit no, this no. out. What's? I'm gonna edit this part out. What's wrong? What I happened? can't. Uh, the the, the training part. The training part. Yeah, yeah. I, I realized that. Uh, my, my, out and I laughed it, and then I was like, "Fuck!" I just realized why he was saying that, and I felt bad, so I apologize for laughing at the end there. No, no, no. Hey, look, it's a the conversation. There's no, no one said anything bad. It's just, fuck. My, my head went into a bad space. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have a sense of humor right now, and I'm fucking struggling, and I teared up, and I'm like, yeah, I can't shake it off, and then start talking about anything else. I'm <laughs> my head's gone, so I, yeah, I don't want to be. Time, bro. I don't want to be sat here time. staring, not adding anything, and like, I'm just. It, it got me. I'm you sorry. Dude, don't it's worry. okay, dude. Man, don't honestly, be sorry, man. You gotta explain yourself, man. Yeah. You know, it's it's um, it like the, the conversation. There's nothing wrong with the conversation. It's no, just, but it's still I'm, it's still the whole concept. It put me. I went. I let myself go down this thought process, and it, it, I can't shake it at the minute. I need to clear my head. Do you want me to leave yeah, this no part? Worries, in? You want me to leave this part in or cut it out? You do what you want, man. I do. It. I'm not embarrassed. I'm not ashamed. I just have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Turn yeah. up Okay, man. Yeah, do your I'm thing. Sorry. You want if you want to listen. If you come, you want to come back in half an hour or whatever after you calm down a bit. We'll still probably be on. Yeah. All right, brother. Okay, man. Just All go right. get some air, man. Okay. See you guys. Big love, bro. Yeah. Okay, man. Okay, man. Oh, it's good. Uh, okay. Well, 
That was fucking. Uh, no, I, I didn't wild. know I was going to hit him like that. I was yeah. surprised because I didn't think we went into much depth there. But okay, I get it because it's hard for some people. Well, it, it, it took me a second because he, he, you know, he said that he zoned out there, and then I like laughed as if he was zoned out, and then like it registered to me. I'm like, fuck, yeah. like, do I speak up and be like, hey, sorry, man, like, you know? Well, I was watching him. I was watching him during the conversation. I was watching him during that question. And I could see him tipping. I, I, could like, see, okay. I could see it too, and I want to interject and say so. I'm glad he he spoke up and that we could clear that air. Yeah, yeah. Huh. It's a hard one because when you like you know yeah it's tough because you've got to, like no every person feels different and some people think stringing them differently yeah he's been you know? having a he's been having a tougher time we, we had a long talk about it because yeah he said he he hasn't really dealt with it properly because after it's it happened after it happened he got into the show remember he was competing yeah. yeah then after he was competing his son was born yeah and he hasn't really had he didn't really have a period of like just dealing yeah. with it he hasn't more he hasn't been able to mourn yeah yeah so I, I, I know because I had a short, like mine was a short period, but I had a similar thing going on, you know, with the shows last year. And it was like, it was only after the second show in the minute that it was over. I was like, fuck. Yeah. Wow. Like, reality hit. So yeah. I do get him totally. Bless him. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll move on. As we do. Um, it's hard to move on now, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, I know. <laughs> it's because we're all friends. It is tough. Oh, it is tough. Yeah. It's okay. a tough one, man. Let's just get into it. Okay. Uh, how, to grow, how to grow my chest if I have a shoulder injury with neuro, neuronal damage? I think it means neurological damage. Neurological damage? Yeah, he just says neuronal. So anyway. Um, how to grow my chest if I have a shoulder injury? Is there is there any techniques to growing your chest with a, if you have a shoulder injury? I mean, the biggest thing is obviously going to be making sure that you keep your chest ahead of your shoulders so you're minimizing shoulder engagement as much as possible, right? Is there movements that you would do and not do, though? That's what I want to know. I, mean, I probably wouldn't be flat benching. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I noticed? A lot of my elbow problems have come from using a barbell. Yeah. Yeah. I never even realized it. it. It just puts you in such a fixed position. Yeah. That like your cat's here, man. What the, you got a black Sorry, cat? Yeah, just, uh, no, it's because he's so far back from the line. Oh, Sorry, oh, I was just okay. off then. I was wondering what he was doing. But yeah, um, barbells, because your elbows are so, they're limited to what they can do. Yeah, I think from now on, I'm just going to use dumbbells. Do you think you can develop the same size chest with dumbbells yeah. without using a bar? Maybe bigger. Maybe bigger. Probably as good or bigger, yeah. The, only, the to... only reason I I stick mostly to barbell movements is because one, a lot of gyms don't have super heavy dumbbells, and two, because like 180, 190, 200 pound dumbbells, try to fucking lift those up onto your goddamn lap, and like that's a I fucking yeah. Yeah. you waste so much yeah. energy just like move, you moving those around. It's like I'd rather just load a bar and you know. Yeah, yeah. Dumbbells are a nightmare to get into place. Dumbbells yeah. are one of the hardest things yeah. to fuck around with. Unless, unless you're people like willing to pick them up and put them in your hands, you know, yeah. it's, it's a fucking pain in the ass. I was, I was going to suggest if this guy's a rich man, maybe just buy a new fit. Yeah. Yeah. Depends how rich he is. Just slam that on your peck and then he might yeah. get a, you know. If it wasn't for Ronnie, do you think Jay would have been as great as he was without having that drive and f- to finally win the O after so many runner ups? I, I think Jay yeah, was very driven anyway. I think, I think Jay is just like that. And I think that would have happened either way. Yeah, do you I think, agree. Do you think Jay would have won eight Olympias if Ronnie wasn't there? Possibly. Yeah. There's no who else would have beaten. I wonder if other guys would have trained harder, not knowing like like knowing Ronnie wasn't there. Or you Obviously always you want- feel like Ronnie put a lot of people off. There's like, oh, fuck this. I mean, Ronnie was at the level of superiority where it's like I'm not going to win, so why bother? <laughs> you know. Well, I think he was at a level that people are like, I can't play the size game because I'll never yeah. be his size. Whereas Jay was like, maybe I can be his size. Yeah, yeah, Jay did it. Jay did yeah. do it. Yeah. So I wonder though, had Jay kept growing, 
if Ronnie wasn't there. And if Jay didn't keep growing, maybe Kevin would have pulled ahead of him at some point. Like it's, mm. there's a lot of different things that could have happened. Right. Yeah. Sorry to say. Oh yeah. But look at that. Look at the 2001 Jay. Yeah. Do you think that anything after that other than Ronnie would have beat that? No, I don't. I love I think he would have been dominant. I think 2001 Jay is amazing. And, and there you 0, go. And, and 0, 0, 3 that. weren't that great either. Those were pretty bad. So his, his legs were down a lot. Yeah. So you, I don't think he would have touched uh, Cutler. No. I think Cutler would have had a clean run and possibly had. So let's say if Coleman wasn't even there in 99, which is the first year Cutler did the Olympia, he got like 15th. And then the following year, what year did he get? Oh, he took 2000 off. 2001, he got. Uh, 2001, he ended. took second. Yeah. So yeah. second to, when did he lose his first? Eight. So that would have been seven. Um, then he lost. Then he would have got it back. Eight, nine. He could have had nine Olympias by now. Yeah. So Ronnie, Ronnie ruined it for him. <laughs> blocked him. He blocked him. Ronnie ruined it for him. <laughs> I do know. I do. I do know the question though. You sometimes need an adversary. Like yeah. Ian, Ian, I'll give you like you and Hunter is a perfect example. Yeah. Yeah. After like you, you trained to win Tampa. After your loss in Tampa, you were like, Fuck no this, man, not here again. That was your focus. You're like, I want to beat Hunter, but it made you probably train harder. It sure did. Yeah. So I think having an adversary makes you better, mm-hmm. you know? And it makes bodybuilding quite cool, to be fair. Somebody asked this question, actually, and I saw it in your things. It, it popped up because someone tagged me in it about types of adversaries. Do you see it there? No, but go ahead. Do you remember it? Yeah, it was a question like, what do you think are better, um, you know, for the sport and like interest level of the sport? I can't remember exactly how they worded it. Um, like more aggressive rivalries like Titus and who and uh oh I know you're about um, oh you mean like bad blood rivalries versus friendly rivalries yeah like how me and Hunter, it's like a respectful rivalry me, me and Hunter could be on this podcast or go hang out or you yeah. know whatever we're friends or like the Craig Titus what's the guy's fucking name again King Kamali King Kamali, King Kamali. you know ones where it's like kind of bad blood like what's better you know I don't Stop like the ba- I see I don't you know what man I I like having fun but I like the respectful shit yeah, I, I don't like. I like that you and I like that you and Hunter both came on my show. But like when there was the Phil Kai, when it was portrayed as bad blood, that did draw a lot to the sport. But there's a difference in bad blood, right? Phil and Kai, even though they didn't like each other, they still kind of gave each other respect. Yeah, but I mean, that was like the one on stage where they're like bumping into each other and stuff. Like, the old, it, the it, it, but uh, but I remember the the Kamali the Kamali Titus thing got really bad. Like it turned yeah. into like. You know, your wife is this and you're yeah. fucking, you know, it's like, it's you know, like this fight if you saw each other at a nightclub. Kind yeah. Of like that's too much. I think there's, yeah. I think there's, there's like competitive bad blood. And then there's like, you're being yeah. a fuck, you're being a fucking shithead. Like yeah. you're being an asshole. Yeah. Oh, I, just, I just find it looks very poncy as well. When big men, big bodybuilders want to have a punch up. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think, I don't think it's, I think, I think a little bit of controversy is good for the sport. I think a little bit of rivalry is good for the sport, whether it's like kind of bad or kind of good. I mm. think overall, personally, I think overall people want to feel good. Yeah. And I, and, and you and Hunter is a perfect example because you guys coming on the show that time, it was a huge response. People were like more invested in watching the show, but not because they wanted anybody to lose. Yeah. They just, all of a sudden there was like this storyline. Yeah. Mm. And I don't think it has to be bad for it to be a storyline. You no. can like, no, definitely not. you know, I mean, like, it's created a big thing now, like from the Olympia and from Tampa and all that. It's been a yeah. big thing. Yeah, yeah, but you guys, and, you guys have both admitted that you have a rivalry, but you're both had also admitted that you respect each other greatly. Of course, yeah, yeah. Right. That that to me is the the perfect way that it should go all the time. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, I don't I think, think it, I don't. Th- and you know what? Even Ronnie and Jay, like, there was there was respect. They did guest spots together, and Jay, like Ronnie would carry Jay. Yeah, and they would piss <laughs> about. You know, they used to mess about. 
but you know, but you know, they had hard rivalry. Like, yeah. like Jay, Jay's made little comments like, oh, I didn't like that. You know, Ronnie didn't congratulate me when I won. Yeah. And, you know, stuff like that. So you could tell there was a hard rivalry there, but they still had respect. Yeah. So, Definitely. yeah, I think it's a big deal, man. I think it's a small sport. Yeah. So I think that's why it matters more. It's too small to be having those kind of arguments. Yeah. Um, okay. Banger Butterface or Pretty Face Fat Chick? So wait, Bang. Butterface? So if people, if people don't know what a Butterface is. It's everything that looks good but her face. Yeah. So like hot uh, body, bad face or good face. Yeah. Bad so body. girl with like a super hot body, but ugly as fuck. Yeah, or... I'm, I'm, I'm on, I'm on hot face, bad body all day. Not even questioning that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm that way around. I'm you, want way good, around. you want good body, bad face. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think, I'm, I think I'm with, you know, this one, I just got, I, I remember. Oh, cause, and I knew Ian was going to go that way. Cause remember we did the, the rate. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm down with a bad body. Like either way. <laughs> like, okay. Fat chicks were like second on his list. They were first. on the list. Yeah. <laughs> No, I would rather just like make her wear a scarf or something and just cover oh, her bottom. A good, a good face to me is like is is numero uno, like you know. I, no, that's, 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 I, I think that's, that's true. Bad. If it's your wife, if it's your wife, it's who you go home to. If it's a quick bang, that's right. That's true. A little bit different, no, no, man. No, I, I, like, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I could just do it from behind the whole time, but I, I rear view, I, rear view, I, good I, rear view. That's all. I matters. couldn't look at that face. I don't know. It's, Listen, Ian, you ain't gonna look at her and tell her you love her. So don't yeah, worry. I, I mean, look, I, I've done both. So I, I, I'm trying to compare this in my mind to which one was, you know. But, I uh, can't do a bad body, man. I can't do a bad body. No, I'm, I'm with the pretty face. me right off. Yeah. I can meet someone who's really, really beautiful inside, lovely person. But if they've got a really bad body, it's, it's not going to happen. Well, how fat are we talking? Are we talking like... I'm not talking fat. I mean bad body. body. I'm talking about structure. I'm talking about that. structure. Wait, one at a time. How fat are we talking? Ian, tell me how fat you're talking about. Well, it didn't specify fat. It just said bad. No. Yeah. No, it said a, a, a pretty face fat chick. Oh, fat chick. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I mean, how if fat? Like, if you're like five five and over two hundred pounds, you're getting pretty up there, right? Is that out of out of your out of the bounds for you? You can't. No, do I'm that? good with that for sure. You're- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like the the shape of the of the fat changes the dynamic. You know, like there's. There's good, big, and there's bad. There's things. off season. There's like off season figure girl fat, and then there's like just fat. Never worked out in a day or life. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, off no. off season, like off season figure fat, not so bad. Yeah, right. I don't know because then they're starting to just look like kind of husky, you know. So I'm 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 broken on that one. But I mean, I'm, for sure, my my answer never changes of it being good face, bad body. So you're taking the second one. I'm taking good face, bad body all day. Never un- un- unequivocally. No, that. not bad body. You're taking good face, fat chick. Yeah, good face, fat chick. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think I might be with James on this one. You're you're going yeah. to that side now? Only because he 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 swayed me because he's right. It's just one time. Yeah. I don't right? know. Like if I if I'm marrying a girl, I want her to be pretty. But if I'm just gonna bang her, I don't care. So upset. <laughs> I, I i need a good face i'm i'm good I, good face is crucial for me james would you let an ugly girl suck your cock well that's different because i'm just fucking yeah. the face yeah so I, was, I would let an ugly girl suck my dick for sure yeah. you would yeah see that's where i'm like what how do you figure now that's all you're looking at yeah i mean you fucking turn the lights off and just whatever you know no you gotta oh, leave uh, the lights on you gotta leave the lights uh, on like daylight like light on. yes 
Uh, you're not going to see her face. It's face down. Yeah, it's face, face down. down guys. That, one, that one you could get away with. But the thing is, then you're not like you're not taking any benefit from having a good body if she's just sucking your dick. So like, why would oh, I you have it? the view? The view, like the the looking yeah. around. Yeah, looking around is good. I like looking around. Peachy butt, peachy bum in the air. Yeah, man, come on. I'd rather have the pretty face and have that that face look up at me. You know, that would be better. For me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you done yet? <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, okay, new one. No. <laughs> okay, just one more. I just want to know this one, one, one. Just one last thing. Yeah. Go on. Is it better to have a good blowjob from an ugly girl or a bad blowjob from a really hot girl? Oh no, good blowjob. The, the blowjob. Good key. blowjob from an ugly girl for sure. <laughs> okay. I've had both, and that is certainly the answer. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. What are the essential leg building movements? Come on, that's pretty simple. We're talking squats, leg squat. press, hack squats. Yeah, hacks lunges, sure. lunges. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's pretty standard. They don't. I mean, as ben, as as Ben would say, though, if you don't feel something, don't do it. It's true. It's true. You know, the one thing I noticed about squats is it's making my ass bigger. It's not. It's like the ratio of like how much my ass is growing compared to my legs is like it's more ass. Do you do yeah. like a wider stand squat? I have a little bit wider stance squat, yeah. So I think I'm going to move to hacks. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to do start doing a lot more hacks and see what happens. Yeah. Narrow up your stance a bit. Yeah. Because me and Ian are quite quite similar. We're yeah. quite narrow, quite yeah. quite yeah. We get a lot of like flexion at the knee. Yeah. But it's funny you guys said that actually. Now that I, I'm glad you said that. There's apparently like uh, they measured. Uh, I don't know how the, I don't know what the thing they use is called, but the electro like the electrodes they use to measure like how much of the muscle is firing. Yeah. yeah. So apparently with a wider stance, you actually get more lateralis. So you get more outer sweep with a wider stance, but you also get more glute. Yeah. But then so, the other, the other bit, heads of the quad, are you getting more from doing a narrow yeah. stance? Yeah, you get more, you actually get, so the, it's kind of a myth, right? Because everybody says narrow stance for wider sweep, yeah. blah, 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 switch, switch. So, but it's actually not true because- See, I mean, think what's targeting sweep more is more the external- force you know which more people okay. can get generally with a wider stance how can you okay so you are saying a wider stance will give you more sweep i mean if you're thinking of it logically sure i can see the, the rationale behind that but yeah. you're also but you're also going to get more glute so yeah yeah i noticed this today i did leg press today and i did two different stances and the wider stance higher, yeah yeah my outer quad was pumped to shit yeah and yeah. then when we did the and then i did a, a narrower stance with a lower foot placement and my teardrops pumped to shit so there, there you go Listen, I've been doing it for years. So when I do leg press, my feet are like this far apart. Yeah. Yeah. And like used to do. I've been doing it for years and my teardrops way overpower my fucking sweep. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, so actually it was like three weeks ago. Now I started doing like low on the pad, but wide. Yeah. Yeah. The toes turned out a bit. You feel it just on the outside of your knee, don't you? Above. Well, yeah. all actually I felt it like from my hip all halfway down my leg, like right like at the up. Yeah, like upper part of the quad, and I'm like, that's exactly where I want it, right? You want it to kind of sweep off the hip. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Roden quads. One of them Sean Roden quads. Imagine that. Fuck, my waist would look small. If I had Roden's quads, my, my waist would look small if I had those quads. Beautiful set of quads. Uh, gaining muscle in ma at maintenance or surplus? You guys already know how I feel about this. Yeah. Yeah, we feel like surplus is certainly necessary. Okay. So. Nobody go and say you can still gain muscle and maintenance. You still gain muscle. We already know it's possible, but we're talking about the most optimal way. Mm -hmm. so we're trying to make the job easy. We're trying to make the job easy for you. 
which is the weirdest mix of food you that you love example french fries with ice cream or popcorn with mayonnaise i don't have any weird mixes yeah i don't really have any uh, uh, i don't mind i don't mind eating a, a dessert before a hot meal i don't like I, which i kind of still got the taste of ice cream in my mouth and then i'll happily put you know There's a switch a chicken breast in after yeah but you yeah, do that like, but you already told me why you do that you do that so you don't eat, like overeat uh, the junk food there's that, yeah, because I have to leave the last thing in my mouth not being the sweet thing. That's right, which yeah, makes yeah, a lot, yeah, which makes awesome. a lot of sense. I still haven't tried that yet. Do it. The last time Come I on. tried it, last time I did it, I, I had sweets after, and it just kind of kept going. <sighs> I didn't, I didn't... <laughs> you have to have the meal prepared there, like if you're having tacos or whatever. I know you like your tacos. I don't like Marshall's tacos. Family. Ian likes tacos. Tacos are right. You like tacos as well. Sure, Melissa, I Melissa you likes tacos. Hey, Melissa likes tacos. I'm sure I've seen a video on your channel of you making like tacos. Burrito, burritos, not tacos. Okay, make some burritos then, and yeah. then make sure they're ready so that after you've had your pot of ice cream, you go straight onto those. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is an intra workout shake worth having during off season? If so, what would go in it? Yeah. <laughs> diet, My right? answer to this is yes, as long as it's not impeding your appetite and digestion throughout the rest of the day so that you can't get food in, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like you can have it and still eat your meals well then do it if you drink an intro especially with carbs in it and you find you're bogged down after and eating the rest of your meals today is very difficult then i would i would eat on the side of caution yeah or just to reduce the amount of carbs you put in i mean if you're putting yeah. 80 or 100 grams of carbs in your intro workout shake and then you can't eat afterwards just yeah. redu reduce it to 20 or 40 yeah i'm, I'm sure me and you agreed on this if you want. uh yeah leg leg days i find intros a lot harder to drink way yeah. harder yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, today, I my intro was left like without much in it. I was like, Fuck. Yeah. yeah, I, I just, never drink the whole thing on a leg day. So I have a couple couple reasons why I think intro is important. Is one your endurance level of your workout? I think your intensity your intensity from first rep to last rep stays the same mm -hmm. if you have an intro. And two, uh, Meadows. I just sat through a Meadows seminar and John's talking about the difference in muscle growth in 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 three different. Uh, builds three uh, different. Saw, I said you said, yeah, there was three different categories. They did athletes that drank water. They did athletes that drank essential aminos, yeah. and they did athletes that drank essential Common, aminos yeah. plus carbs. The essential aminos plus carbs group gained the most muscle. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it actually does. It actually has been proven to do something. And this guy also asked what should be in it. There's a lot of good intra. This isn't just a plug for my company. There's a lot of good companies that have intra workouts. Ours has. Yeah, yeah. Ours has carbs and. EAAs in it with some endurance uh, ingredients. Other companies just put carbs, and some some put both. I mean, I don't know. What do you guys yeah. have? Yeah, and a lot of like in a lot of carb powders now too. You're getting like where they'll have like some kind of electrolyte blend. Taurine, yeah. You know, like put Himalayan salts and that kind of shit in there. I think yeah. it's just good. You know, yeah, something like coconut water powder or something. You know, ours has an yeah. electrolyte blend. It has carbs, has essential aminos, and it has Pico two, which is your endurance um, ingredient. Yeah. Yeah. So something like that. It, I remember like Neil, you know Neil Hill years ago. Yeah. Sorry. No, I remember like Neil, Neil Hill years and years ago was one of the first people to say you should have essential aminos. Yeah. Um, yeah. He said he, he was like the difference in, you know, he said you could put like nine pounds of muscle in a year versus someone without the same person. Yeah. And I remember ever since then is when I started taking amino acids. And then obviously John Meadows was the first person to really kind of emphasize the importance of carbohydrates alongside that. Well, I've been doing that ever since. Yeah, pretty much. I know on other channels they talk about it like it's a gimmick. Cause they're like, Oh, you just ate a meal beforehand and oh, you just ate a meal afterwards. And I'm like, Yeah, but if you're in like a super saturated state, like a a, a state where you're able to uptake nutrients 
much greater. Why wouldn't you use that period of time? Also, to- you have to consider the fact that some pro bodybuilders will be using insulin. Well, that of course, yeah. I think that's really where it initially came. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. But I don't think that's the. the uh, that's yeah. not the determining factor. No, but it's that's, um, that's it, it's very. Yeah, it's just very common that it's a lot of the people that do use intra um, will use a, either a GDA or a, a insulin itself to allow for more direct uptake. It's when it became more popular, I think. Because yes. guys were yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, But yeah, they're saying that they're saying you don't need insulin in order to use an intra. Absolutely that's not. Definitely yeah. not the case. Um, Fuad, would you coach a natural competitor? Uh, I'm not really coaching that many people. And yes, I would coach a natural competitor if they had patience. They're the easiest to coach. They're not the easiest. Do you find the easiest to coach? I find they're hardest to coach. I've had two overall wins when I was younger with natural guys. I don't mean the hardest because they don't listen. I mean the hardest because the progress is much slower than somebody else. You know what I mean? They get shredded. They get shredded. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about putting on muscle. Like if you get a natural, natural athlete in the off season, the gains are, the gains are slower. Yeah, right yeah. and especially now a lot of guys don't want to get chubby anymore so like the gains are even slower i just like it because there's less variables there's no you don't have to talk gear so that's a whole that's a whole criteria out of that window so you yeah. don't have to tell them what stuff to take yeah it's yeah. really just about balancing food and, and energy output yeah that's why i didn't mind it yeah i i like having the gear component because it makes their progress just well, speeds up a bit. Well, it speeds up. Yeah, the, the, I mean, that's makes, why we will take it. <laughs> yeah, it exactly. speeds up the progress. Plus, so, it, plus, it's. I kind of like coaching the, the way I, the way I built coach. my I built my own physique. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, how many dates till? <laughs> I'm gonna save this one for Nick. <laughs> how many dates until you eat ass? How many dates until you eat ass? Yeah, three. That's a yeah. long time for me, man. Well, three. Well, okay. Well, it's very dependent on no, the. No, no, I didn't. I didn't mean three is a long time. I meant it takes me a long time to get there. Oh, obviously, three yeah. was a long time. No, three, like, wow. three is really fast. Like if you're eating ass on the third date, then. Well, first date you're having a kiss. Second date you're probably fingering her. Third date you probably got your face in a bummer. I reckon. <laughs> I think so man, that's not, that's not a natural progression, man. I think I think face in bumhole comes before actual sex. You think it no. comes? Before? No way. Yeah, yeah, no. because they they're, they're not giving up the goods. They you know no. they're trying to hold off. No, no a girl a, a girl's not letting you eat her ass unless you she's you're fucking her in my opinion. That's right. That's she, what if you're both? What if you're both intoxicated a little bit? Well, that's different. I think, that's different. I, think you'd, I think you'd still end up putting it in first if you were drunk. <laughs> I don't know. It depends. It depends. It depends what, it, wait, wait. It depends what you mean. So, James, you mean like you're eating pussy and then you just take kind of like go down a little bit, take an extra lick. Or do you mean like you literally have her on all fours and you're eating? I mean, I mean like her head's in the pillow, bumming your arm. You've lost lost your nose. The third You think you're doing that on the third date? Absolutely. No fucking way, man. The lust, the lust is, the lust is high in the first few dates. It starts to be not. So I I think, I think you'll do most of the fruity shit early on. If there's any girls, please comment. Let us know. But I think, yeah, I, I mean, if that was a thing back then, I would have eaten Melissa's ass on the first date. I wouldn't have cared at all. So there's not like a. It really depends on the girl, you know. I mean, like some girls, you're like, ah, maybe I want to go down there and like, you know, eat her out and check things out first. And like, if this is, you know, an ass I want to be eating, but others, it's just like, fuck it, I don't even care, you know. Yeah. And plus, it's 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 safe, you know. You're not actually having sex, so therefore, if they're not on the pill, 
and you're not ready to move things to that level, you can eat us. Yeah, but I think <laughs> it's funny you say it with an English accent. It's, it sounds so it sounds so so reasonable. It sounds good. Yeah, it, that's because it is reasonable. <laughs> it's, not. it's your accent making it sound unreasonable. That's His right. is making it sound as it should. So exactly. what I, what I'm trying to say is most women, I think. And maybe maybe I'm fucked up, but I think most women are a little bit self conscious about letting you eat their ass. Yes. So the third date, you're gonna feel it's like but stuff. Look, that, you, like, would, you, would let a, you would have sex with a guy before you let him eat your ass, right? I would have sex with guys before I let him out. She said. She said yeah. she had sex with a guy yeah. before she, he let her eat her out or eat her ass. Yeah, that's what I think. That's that's what I think. It's like eat, even eat, even the even eating the front. Yeah. Okay. Because it's more oh. personal, for sure. Especially for a girl, yeah. Women are, yeah, women are different. They don't want nobody down it's there. Different. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Guy, guys is very different. Yeah. Well, like... I also never sucked a guy's dick. <laughs> What'd she say? What'd she say? <laughs> oh, my God. She said, she said, I also never suck a guy's dick unless he deserved it. He's got to earn it. Oh, <laughs> shit. It. That's, actually, that's actually more common, too. Yeah. I think it yeah, almost yeah. feel like, honestly, I almost feel like most women... I think sex is like almost like second base now. Yeah. You know? It's no, like, but not, not second base. You'll make but... out, you'll have sex, and then you'll do sucking and licking after. No, I still think like, is a finger bang still second place? Uh, second base? Do we, do, is that? No one, yeah, no, I don't think yeah, anyone yeah, does it anymore. No one well, even does I mean, it like, anymore. I'm, I mean like, like teenagers. I'm not talking about men. Like, like if a 30 year old man goes to meet a woman at a bar, I don't think he's going to finger think bang. But I mean, like, oh, yes, that would. Still if, be. if you're like 16, you know, you still finger yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so for second, like a, okay, so second base for a 16 year old. Okay, so for a 30 year old, second base is. I agree with Ian. I think second base Sex. is a bang. Yeah. And then third base is oral, because like yeah. orals, most women don't want to suck cock. No, I agree. That's that's after now. Yeah. You need you need to meet some British girls. Why British girls are oral first? They're oral all day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they're like, they can meet you for the a smile. My light's gone off. No. Anyway, I won't go into too much detail about British girls. Yannick will get jealous. <laughs> How many girlfriends did you have before Yannicka? Uh, not many. Well, I had a few. I had a few. I had a few. Like four or five. Four or five? Yeah. Like girlfriends or like, well, I don't, I guess no, you girlfriends. 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 How long were you, How long was your longest girlfriend before Yannicka? About four years. Oh, yeah. I think you told me that actually. What about you, Ian? Uh, I really only had like kind of probably one serious girlfriend other than Melissa. How long was that? A year, two, if you count it all together, like two and a half years. When did you meet Melissa? 2012. No, I don't mean, I mean, how old were you? 21. Do you have a lot we, of relationships? Since we were 21. You have a lot of girls before, you probably didn't have a lot of girls before that, did you? No, like girlfriends. That's what I said. I only had no, 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 no. I mean, girl, I mean, girls. Uh, I mean, not a ton. <laughs> well, she knows how many girls I've slept with. I don't care. <laughs> I don't remember. You don't remember? Is that that many? It's quite a few, but I just don't really Melissa remember. Melissa says it's a very respectable number. What does that mean? Is it okay? Is it under twenty? Yes. yes. Is it under ten? No. Okay, that's a respectable number. Yeah. When you? How old were you when you first had sex? Uh, fourteen or fifteen. Jesus, that's young. I was seventeen. I was, I, Fuck. I was I was fourteen. <laughs> yeah, I was on. A, it was at a track. I was at a track meet, 
uh, out of town. And so I would have been, it would have been the summer between grade nine and 10 or 10 and 11. I can't remember. That sounds like a great setup for a first time. You're out of town. No it was parents. in a motel bathroom. That's great. That's yeah. like, that's like, why in the bathroom if you're in a motel? Because there was other people in the room. It's like when you're on track, <laughs> when you're with a track club, there's like, you're sharing a room with like four other guys. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, we're just going to go in the bathroom. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I like, I like your style. I like what, your about, style. what about you, James? Mine was in my friend's mum's bed and uh, we had a party there. We had a party there and Very we were smoking weed. I, I was actually high, so I couldn't even do it properly. <laughs> well, what does that mean? What? I was, I was smoking weed, so that's the last thing you want to do after you smoke the joint. No, I know you're. I know yeah. what getting high means. I mean, why like, was it? Didn't get hard. Or I, just I, like I, 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 I was probably as hard as a fucking pillow. I was trying to pump, <laughs> like literally trying, trying to pump to, away, trying to push yeah. it in. You just gummy it in there. Yeah. yeah, listen, it's like one of those things that you, you know, those uh, those things you grip. I can't remember what they're called. It was like trying to poke that in a hole. It was terrible. Oh god, really bad. But then, but then we tried again a few weeks later on a field surrounded by horses. Which was cool. Wow. That worked out. How was that? That's lovely. That's fine. We're walking home from a party again. Another party. Loads of parties when I was younger. So and we then I just said, let's go time. over there. Were you drunk? I was always pissed. Oh, smashed always. I was always out of my nut. Was, was it really weird that there was horses around? They were watching. That was like, which was fine. Like fine. because they were watching, or was it like kind of uncomfortable for you? <laughs> I didn't mind it. I don't mind being around the animals. Horses? I felt yeah. like it was a, a, a moment in the animal kingdom that they didn't mind. Yeah. It was kind of connected to them. Yeah. I didn't mind it at all. One, one with nature. <laughs> exactly, couldn't get any closer to that. But uh, yeah, we 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 did it a few times. Me and that girl, like on and off. It was like the first person that I knew. Kind of, it was weird because we weren't girlfriend and boyfriend, but we knew that we'd been there with each other. So we we're like, oh, if we ever fancy it, we'll just do it. Okay, yeah, so go, go, going back to the question. Sorry. When realistically do you think you eat ass? Because honestly, in my experience, it's not anywhere near the first date, second date, or no. third date. It's it's like I, uh, it's quite a ways away. Melissa says a month. But. Yeah, yeah. I think that sounds about reasonable. reasonable. Yeah, but what is a month? What is a, a month? A month could be your your second date. No, like if yeah, you like nowadays, now it's like you can be a second date, but you're still texting all the time. You're probably sending <laughs> fucking dick pics and nudies in there. Like you know, uh, the evolution I, of dating is not like one date, two date nowadays. You know, it's like yeah. I'm going to be honest. I don't think it's even a date thing. I think that's more of a a. I think that's more of like those one of those. I I don't really eat ass with my bird, my girlfriend. That's more something I would do if I was out. Yeah, about, I'm not going to be a slag. No one's gonna. Exactly. I don't, you're not gonna eat ass on a one night stand. No. Well, I don't know. I think I would. I think that's when I would most likely. <laughs> yeah, because that's, I'd be like, "Fuck it, I'm going in." That's when I would not be interested in that at all. See, that's when I probably would be like, "This is a one off. Let's just do it. Let's just." So you're really like, you're like, you meet a girl at a bar. She's like been dancing and sweaty all night. You take her back to a hotel yeah. room, and you're like, "I'm gonna eat yeah. your sweaty, dirty ass." Well, that's the best time to do it. Oh God. <laughs> I make, Melissa is... to, I make Melissa go to the gym first before. Yeah, but you make her shower first. No. No. <laughs> no. Natural, natural. So you got to warm up for it. Yeah. No, if it's going to happen, it's going to be somebody I'm with. Yeah, I agree. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one night standing ass eating. No. I think I've got the wrong friends. James, you're, I think you're, I think you're fucking, I think you're fucking around and make people laugh. Oh, no, I just hang around with the wrong people. You should meet some of my friends. They're not very polite. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> am, am, I, am I fucked up when this happens? Because if I'm fucked up, then anything goes. Yeah. Like if I'm yeah, drunk. Listen, exactly. Like if I'm yeah. drunk, if I'm drunk, then I'm not going to say no to anything. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And if they're drunk, the same. 
That's what I'm saying. This is what I, the scenario I'm thinking of is like you're out. You've been in a bar, like you said, just you're sweating. Your yeah, fucking but the, the question the question was in, in pertaining to date. So this is someone you're obviously pursuing. Uh, but, but he's changed. Could be a date where he's drunk. Yeah. If it's your first date, you both went to a bar, you both got drunk. Yeah, then anything can happen. Sure. Yeah, anything anything goes at that yeah. point. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Now the question is, do you stay with that girl after? Because if you ate that girl's ass on the first date and you both got wasted. But what if you both really enjoyed it and then it's all good? Yeah. I don't think so. Not uh, for me. And yeah. it's a, it's like you both got a dirty secret on each other, so you have to stay together. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you can't tell the rest of the world what happened. It's either one way or the other. It's either you absolutely ignore them for the rest of your life and don't even like, acknowledge they exist, or you just go, you know what? We'll keep this between us. Let's fucking get married. <laughs> keep this between us. That's not like a horrible secret. It's just, just asking. Well, yeah, but you just you just treated it like it was a bad horrible secret. No, I'm just saying, like, if a girl is going to let me eat her ass on the first date, I might have a reservation about marrying her. Yeah, but you would want to eat her ass, so she might reservate with you. She might be a fuck. You're over here. Look at this absolute slag sticking his face in my arsehole on my first time. I wasn't even in the mood. That's right. She might think the same thing. She might be like, "This." Yeah, she might have not even really been up for the ass, but it was because you persisted. <laughs> she was like, "You know what? I'm going to let him have his have his way." <laughs> That's true. So, Goes both man, ways. Man, man, my wife, Goes both ways. my wife on the first date wouldn't even fucking. There was nothing, like a kiss. That was it. Was it even a normal kiss or a peck on the cheek? No, I think it was a normal kiss. I I drove all the way to fucking Barry, which is like four and a half hours from where I live, for one for one date. Yeah, we had a date, and I thought, you know, back then I was a slob, so I was like, "Why don't you come back to Windsor with me?" Like I was trying to bring her home with me for a coffee. first date. For <laughs> I'm like, "Look, we'll sleep in separate rooms. Just just come back, right?" Just come. And she's like, "Nah, it's okay." And I'm like, "Fuck!" But that's how I knew she was the one. Yeah, because she went too easy. No. Yeah, right. If it's too easy, you're like, nah, "I don't know, man." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yannicka went easy. Yannicka was on work just for quite a while at the beginning. What's that, Ian? Me and Melissa didn't kiss or anything for at least a couple of weeks at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, we met through friends. So we were like hanging out in like, you know, mutual friend circle kind of thing. So it was kind of like a natural progression into that, you know? So it wasn't like a you saw her and you're like, hey, let's go on a date. No, like we, so I, I lived on my own and a girl that I had known since like middle school was living with me who was friends with Melissa in high school. And they kind of started rekindling their friendship while this girl was living with me. Um, and then when they started hanging out, then I kind of started hanging out with them and, you know, Melissa and we'd go out and drink on the weekends and that kind of stuff. And then just kind of like progressed into that. Mm -hmm. Did you ever actually ask her out or were you just hanging out so much that you finally just like no, started making out? Eventually I did. Like it was obviously at the point where it was obvious at that point. Yeah. Um, but then I was just like, yeah, you know. Those are the, those are the best ones though. Those are the easiest ones for guys. Cause you're just kind of all hanging out and you end up like getting together. Yeah. It sucks when you have to like it's go a lot low, lower pressure environment for sure. Yeah, it sucks when you have to like go ask. Like, yeah. what about you, James? Oh, you guys met at the gym. You and Yannicka met at the gym. Can you hear me? Sorry. Can you hear me Sorry. or no? I can now. I've had to put you on loud. My fucking ear things have run out. Sorry. I said, uh, I said you and Yannicka met in the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it like a specific, like you said, you want to go on a date or did you like hang out with her at the gym for a while first? I didn't even hang out with her at the gym. So I you didn't even hang out with her. So you on Facebook. Did you ask her out on Facebook? 
No, but I was talking to her about her current relationship that she was in at the time and saying how much of a knob he was. Oh, uh, you played that card. You're like the guy. That that... guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, played that card. I was like, man, you do a lot better than this. Yeah, You're that guy. Yeah. You I was like, the... he doesn't treat. I was like, you don't treat you too good, man. You deserve better than this. You're a home wrecker. Home wrecker. Yeah. That's hilarious. It worked. It worked. Yeah. House, house, and a mortgage later. House, what's, mortgage, what? and the cat later. What's Melissa saying? I, I heard something. Oh, she's talking to Courtney. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, you can do that. Do you ever have moments where you doubt yourself? Of course. Fucking all the time. Yeah, all the time. And then it says, what did you do to get past it? I just ignore them. Yeah. Seriously. The back of your head. Yeah. No, seriously. There's a million times where I'm like. You're always going to have those. And songs. it's and it's on, on every fucking level you can imagine. So, like, it could be a level as small as. I don't know if I should squat this. It's too heavy, or on a level as big as I don't know Where if I, should, I don't know if I should come out with this product because no one's going to buy it. Like, there's doubts everywhere. Yeah. So, I'm not. How bad? I think maybe it's. I think everybody has them. I think that the question is the degree. Yeah, and how you deal with it after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. How do you actually deal with it, though, Ian? I mean, it's like what you said. It's like just being aware of the feelings and not letting it control you and your, your actions after the fact. Right. So you just, so ignore. I mean, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a time where you can remember where your doubts have dictated your actions in a negative way? Can you think of any circumstances? James, James Orion. Where? Mm. No. What? Not for me personally. I can't. I can't. It's hard for me to think of this. Yes. Well, maybe it'll come back. We'll come back to it. I like this. This is a great question, and, and it, it raises many answers. Well, but if if I think if anxiety is, I think the root of anxiety is doubt. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you think something negative about yourself or about what, you're, and that gives you anxiety. Yeah. I mean, that's dictated a lot of things in my life. For sure, yeah. I get it a lot. I get it a lot. I get it a lot more so lately because I sent to Yannick yesterday, but I was always reassured by mum. And then when you don't have that person to reassure you, sometimes you're trying to now reassure yourself. Yannick is obviously a key figure, but um, I've noticed that a lot lately. That I have to kind of convince myself more than I used to because there was someone to ask before to say, am I doing the right thing? And they would say yes. You know what I mean? How much does Yannick's input matter to you? Uh, a lot, a lot. It's it's seventy percent of you know my my doings and what I right. choose to do. Yeah, definitely. It's a high high percentage of everything I do. Isn't that I do crazy? Like to, anytime I do anything, I always consider what would she think. Isn't that crazy? I'm like that with summer. I'll literally sit down with summer after a podcast or after like whatever whatever thing I've decided to do, and I'll be like, "What do you think? Is that stupid?" Yeah. And it's like her. Everything I do like that, I pass. Yeah, by yeah, but it's like I've never once. Well, I shouldn't say that. There's only been a few times where she's been like, no, nah, it's a bad idea. Yeah. But somehow still, I don't trust myself 100%. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that just shows you how much of you and her are what you are. You know, you're not, your being isn't just yourself. It's summer as well. It's how mm. important that person is to you. So yeah. Even your conscious decisions, yeah. you're a lot, you know, you have to run them by your other part of your conscious, which is that, that Dynamic changes for sure. But why don't yeah. we, why don't we just trust ourselves though? Why don't we just um, why don't we just trust our why do we have to run everything by somebody? 
reassurance just reassurance is just a massive thing isn't it we just all yeah. seek that but, the, the, but then that's still the question why do we need reassurance i don't, yeah. I don't know yeah it's isn't fucked it? up it's, it's like a I'm not. I'm not trying come. to be. I'm not trying to be annoying. I'm just saying, like a lot of people. A lot of people out there have, you know, they they, they need that reassurance just like we do. But people would I think want- that if you're if you're doing if you're successful in life and you're at this level and you've done all these things, that you're probably already reassured. So I think a lot of people would be surprised to know that we need the same reassurance from people in our lives. Absolutely. I I wonder if Jay Cutler ever needs reassurance. I bet he. Do, I bet he always. I think there's. I think there's a reason. I, you know what? I wouldn't doubt. There's a reason why Carrie was. Yeah. Before, yeah, she was fundamental. Before his current wife, it was Carrie. Yeah. And she was with him all the time and yeah. she was part of his business for a while. Like I don't think you would make somebody part of your business if you didn't trust them or need their opinions. And that's the bit that I wish I could see more of, you know. I think Jay's I think Jay's pretty private about his he is, relationship. He is, I know, and it's a shame. I I would have liked to have been a fly on the wall just to see how the come up was and you know, uh, yeah. decisions that had to be made and you know it's funny, I I don't think he I think he would talk about it. Yeah, I just I always feel bad asking him because I out of yeah, respect out, out of respect for his current fiance. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. I so I don't that. I don't want to be like, hey, let's talk about your ex for an hour. Like, yeah, yeah, no, no, totally, totally. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 I agree. Um, thoughts on using pregnolone DHEA to backfill HPTA pathways on those, or for those on TRT or those experiencing cognitive issues while on gear? This is like way too many things I don't know about. So. Anybody else? Pregnolone's just HCG, isn't it? I don't. I don't know what. Pregnolone's HCG. Pregnolone's HCG. Yeah, it's the um, it's the sharing plow uh, variant. And and DHEA is also for hormone production, isn't it? It Allows you more free test. What's H? HPTA. I don't know what HPTA. I'm not that educated on any of this, so I should pretend not pretend. Okay, we're gonna skip this one. Hill Concrete, sorry, you need to find a smarter group group of people. <laughs> yeah. We just haven't got that one. If you won the Olympia, what's the first thing you're buying with the prize money? A yacht. Buy a yacht. It's not, it's not, you can't buy a yacht with that. Buy a yacht. You can buy a yacht with that. That's 400K. Small, small yacht. Small yacht. No no helicopter pad, just a small yacht. Yeah, that'd be like a nice pow, you know, power boat. Big, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mine's, mine's a bigger house, like, for sure. So you're, okay, if we're, if we're being realistic, realistic, you'd buy a bigger house. Yeah, sell my one and then buy a big, a slightly bigger one. I just pay off somewhere. my mortgage and then do some rentals that I want and invest the rest. That's good. That's wise. I'd probably buy a sports car, and then uh, what sports car would you buy if you had four hundred thousand? A McLaren, probably seven twenty. Seven twenty. You're using up three quarters of that then. Probably actually, if it's yeah, well, American four hundred Americans probably like five fifty. Yeah, but you're paying tax on that. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> They, okay. they take your sin at the Olympia. Fine, I'll, I'll get a, I'll get a used, I'll get a used Lamborghini Huracan. That's like two hundred grand. Yeah, there you go. So you're like, spending, you're spending all basically on the car then. I spent two hundred grand on the car, and then I'll spend left over. Spend a hundred and finish my kitchen. Yeah. And then I'll give the other hundred to people, or else Ben will be mad at me. Yeah, you got to give it to me. Okay. <laughs> give a hundred away. Or, or give it to Ben to give to people. Yeah, I'll give it to Ben. Right. Double whammy. You feel good by giving it to Ben, and Ben feels good for giving it to others. I don't know. You know what? It's funny. That's a tough question. It's not a lot of money. It's funny. It's funny to think like it's investment money. It's funny to think that you could say four hundred thousand dollars is not a lot of money. 
But when you think about what it actually is a lump sum is a lot of money, but in the terms of living life, $400,000 goes very quickly. Yeah, That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like once you, if you, let's say you 400,000, you buy a house. Okay. It's gone. It's gone. gone straight away. Gone. But that's why I think maybe like, like Ian said, maybe invest in some Renaults or something, or even if you put a few deposits down for some properties and then start to flip, I don't know. Something like that. That would maybe. be, that would be the smartest way to do it. Yeah. You'd actually use the money to grow more money. Yeah. Yeah. You know what like, I would do? That's, what, that's how I paid for my rentals. I had a few investments that weren't like a couple different ones in a few different portfolios. And one of them wasn't really making much growth. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to pull this out and pay for my rentals with this because that's going to put way more value in my home. And it's actually making me some money in that case. Yeah. Instead yeah, of yeah. this investment where it's doing nothing, you know? Well, that's yeah, actually sure. that's actually why we bought this house because um, this house needed a whole bunch of work. So yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to pay for all the rentals and then make money and then flip it one day Yeah. in a couple of years. But I think I know what I would do. If I won the Olympia, I'd open my gym. That, yeah, oh, yeah. that might be pretty high on my list, to be honest. Four, 400 grand. I could buy all the equipment I want. I could buy yeah. the space I want. I could build yeah, it out with the mirrors and everything. True. And, I'd be, and I would be done. I'd just open the doors with no debts. Yeah. Yeah, that would be nice. nice. That would be the best way to open a gym, wouldn't it? Imagine that. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd love that. You, you might have sold me on that. I think I'd leave my home and I think I'd do the gym. I think you might have changed. Well, that. because the 400 grand, you could probably take you know, a hundred grand, hundred grand as a down in Windsor anyway, like where I live, you can probably buy a building for like a million dollars. Yeah. So a hundred thousand dollars would be your down payment. So now instead of leasing, now you own, you're paying a mortgage. Yeah. 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 Then the other $300,000 I buy equipment. equipment. Your and equipment. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm done. Then yeah. I own, then I own the building. I'm in nobody's, nobody kicked me out. Once I pay off the fucking mortgage, I have nothing to pay for except for my fucking bills, my hydro yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. That's cool. I'll yeah. Um, how long are you lasting against Conor McGregor in a fight? Five seconds. No, I can last four and five. I'm going to run around the ring for a little while. Yeah, I could run around for a while. <laughs> My cardio is no, not a, amazing, but it's good enough that I think I could at least run around for like three or four minutes. He's like a whip. No, he's going to catch you. He's going to catch you in three or four minutes. Yeah. Listen, I rolled. I, I rolled with my friend who's a black belt uh, jiu-jitsu. Oh, yeah, because I guess he would just he would catch you and just fucking... Hey, he would fuck yeah. you up, bro. He's set, this geezer's like 70 kilos, and he made me look like a little bitch. Yeah, yeah. Literally, so within he seconds. Get, what, 30 seconds to a minute if we run quick? Maybe. 30 You're seconds. Lucky. I remember they had... Remember that show they had, Pros versus Joes? Yeah. Remember? They had Randy Couture on that show once, and yeah. he, he tapped a guy out like 15 times in one round yeah, once. I remember that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think. Yeah, thirty seconds. Yeah, you're you're sub minute for sure. Though. By the time by the time you ran away a little bit and they got you down to the ground and rolled like actually they'd probably just kick you. He'd probably just kick you in the fucking head. He kick you in the face. He will because you know. you got to think even if someone's like strong like their strong game isn't the stand up part. He's he's the stand up is still exceptional yeah. compared, compared to, to any yours. Of us. Yeah, we wouldn't have to block a kick. And if any guys our size on the ground, if we're rolling around, we're going to get gassed so fucking quick. Oh, we're dead. We're dead. Like, we're stand up and maybe run around for a couple of minutes, but the second yeah. we're on the ground, run around, like you're, you're fucked, you know? I actually, it's funny that this question came up because I actually want to start doing jujitsu. Do you? It's yeah. going to injure you loads. You're going to get injuries. I think, you know, you. I, I don't you. You're going to tear everything. I, I, know, I know. I know. I know. But honestly, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to compete again anyway. If you're not going to compete again and you don't mind getting fucking torn to pieces, uh, it's wicked. I promise you, though, it's one of the most hard things on the body ever. And that's, I that's why I, I haven't pursued it because I, I tried it for a little while. I was yeah. fucked off bodybuilding for a while. Yeah. Uh, the amount of injuries they all get. Whew. Yeah. I, I, think, I think I'm going to wait to make sure I can't do Toronto. 
And if I can't, then I'm probably going to, I want to find a school. I mean, everything's locked down right now anyway, because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I, if I decide for sure, I can't compete this year, then I think I'm going to do, I think that's what I want to do because I need, I need some type Holy of, out, I, I need some type of outlet. Like I need some type of competitive yeah, or, or just physical outlet. If I'm not going to be fucking competing, I want to do something different, you know? It's amazing. Yeah. It'll change so, your way that you train though. It'll change the way you train. You won't well, to train. If I train differently, you'll still do weights, but it'll be very different. Yeah. I mean, if I'm done competing, I'm not going to be 200. I'm like, I was 282 this morning. Like there's no yeah, point. Yeah. So yeah. if I'm done competing, I'm going to have to shrink anyway. So I figured jujitsu is a good, good thing to do what, after that. What What do you think you'd weigh? Like you being the jujitsu fuad? I would have, to, I think I would have to force, I think I would have to force myself down to like 230, 220. Ian, what do you think you'd look like? I think you'd suit it. I don't think you'd look bad. I, I don't know. I kind of, to be honest with you, like when I got ready this last show that I didn't compete in, I was definitely smaller than my previous self, but I liked the way I looked. Like I felt good. Yeah. I think you suit. I don't, I think you, you don't, you don't not suit looking that way. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't suit the mass monster. You don't, look. Well, you, don't. Suit, but you don't look bad any look. I, no, I don't you, think you, you look bad look, wherever you, you are. Downsized to 225. Like you, you yeah. have, you could look good like that. Yeah. I think I would look better. Like I think if you look at my career as a whole, I think my best looks were in the 235 range. Yeah. So I, I don't, I never suited the mass monster look because the bigger I got, the bigger my waist got. Yeah. Just, you, you could just train arms and nothing else. Yeah. Just do t-shirt muscles and that's it. T-shirt. T-shirt muscles. <laughs> Literally. A 225 fuad who just trains arms three days a week. That I don't I, you know, I don't honestly I didn't mind like this this last prep. I really felt a lot smaller than my previous self. Even though I didn't weigh, like I still weighed 260. I but still big. I, I still weighed 260, but I felt small. Like I didn't I didn't feel like overly thick. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't I didn't mind the way I looked. I thought it was all right. You're no Chao Soon. You're no Chao Soon. Is it yeah. Chao Soon? Yeah, he's thick. thick. He's thick. He's thick. He's thick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not Chao Soon. Chao Soon's the muscle mania guy. So then yeah. who's this one? It's the other guy. Fuck, man. I feel so disrespectful. Is the Olympia? Yeah. The guy Chao. That's no, it's, yeah. It's Lee. Lee Chao Soon yeah, or something. Soon or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm I sorry. Will say this you're watching. We I apologize. I'm going to say crazy upper body. I like his. Yeah. I thought his whole physique was nice. He was good. Yeah. I mean, he, he needs good. some stronger, you know, stronger legs, a little bit, you know, to be thicker all over. But, but he's, his, he's got some exceptional parts. Yeah. I thought his physique looked great. I mean, he beat some good guys at the Olympia. I mean, he's no slouch. No, definitely, definitely. Uh, tips for recruiting target muscles for various exercises. That's too too long. That's big. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's like. Uh, actually, I asked this question in the last podcast I did because it's something I've noticed. So somebody else is asking us, do you think the reason for people starting to have smaller arms is because of the popularity with push-pull legs? I said on a podcast that seems like, you know, it was the, it was the rate your physiques I did with Dennis and Branch. Mm. It seems like a lot of guys that we brought up had smaller arms. And the same thing with me and you did it, Ian, with Sergio. Yeah. And I was like, why is it that guys now, arms used to be the thing. Like everybody had big arms. I, I've said this before on Q&As that, I think push pull legs has a lot of benefits, but I think it always ends up something like guys will, you know, not hit enough rear delts or arms or like these little things get kind of yeah. put on the back burner because your big lifts take such a priority in that. Yeah. And I think a lot of guys that do that focus end up having smaller arms and, you know, less, more roundness, the front and medial delt, less you know, rear delt. Like I think it, it creates some, some imbalances, imbalances like that. Yeah. I agree. I think that's true. 
but I mean, then that you could like, like someone like Hunter does push pull legs arms, you know? Yeah, he modified it to suit. He modified it not because he needs more arms, just because he wanted to have an extra day of rest. So he's like, well, fuck, everyone wants more arms. So let's just do arms again, you know? Yeah, Yeah, it's true. true. That's the least invasive from a recovery standpoint. Yeah. You feel the the same way, uh, James? I I do, absolutely. I think that bodybuilding requires a little bit more attention to certain body parts than what push pull would provide, unless it's very much modified. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we got three questions left, and then we're going to wrap it up. And it was it was going to be one, but these other two are kind of interesting. So, okay. first one's I think easy, but you never know with you guys. Would Would you rather drive a slow car fast or a fast car slow? A fast car slow. Okay, right, James. Sure? Please, James. No, because I'm thinking I want my foot on the throttle. I want it down. Like, yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't want to drive like a Nissan Versa pedal to the metal. I want to drive a Ferrari at the speed limit. Yeah. No, see, I wouldn't mind driving the little uh, little Renault Five, like, but with my foot right down, trying to push it to its limits. No. That'd be funner. I feel like I'm playing Mario Kart. I want, I want a Bugatti Veyron that I could just fucking cruise in. Yeah, just, I'm, I'm with you on that. Because I'm, fl- I'm flashy. I want everybody to flashy. see my fucking. I want everybody but, to see that. Be, but the car will not be even. You won't even be in the red for like they'll be not even doing anything. It'll just be like chill. I don't care. So you just want to chill drive. I want to like. This is a thing, and this this may be really silly, but everybody has different versions of success what they think success means and to You're me to me one of those things is cars so yeah, like even with the fast car slow car thing here i just think that most nice cars are fast just like you're not going to get any like super fancy cars that have fucking four bangers in them so i mean just by elimination if you're going to drive a fast car it's going to be a nice car you know so it's like yeah that's true too yeah, oh, even just even just have all the luxury items, you yeah, know. Just, just have the luxury. It's going to end up being a fast car anyway. Like the heated, you know? heated, cooled seats Mate. and the fucking all the toy, the leather, and yeah. the. Uh, I don't even want power steering. I want it to be like fucking. <laughs> uh, want, uh, old, ran- roll, roll windows <laughs> and fucking no power steering. Yeah, you're just, old, you're, uh, old Land Rover. Okay, no windows. You're just saying this shit just to be different. You're not being honest. I'm saying this because it'd be fun. If you say, you know what? If you said living outside the box, man, this is the thing. When you said Land Rover, you actually piqued my interest because I was like, imagine how my my friend's dad those old those old one that could be cool. We used to get dropped to school because my my friend was in a wheelchair, so he had to go in the back with his wheelchair. And and one day we were fucking driving down the road, and uh, the dad missed the turn, and he just said, "Fuck it," turned right and drove over a whole fucking field because yeah. he's in a Land Rover yeah, and yeah, yeah. up the road it's like you can, when you go in a Land Rover you can just break the rules do whatever you want yeah. fuck you do what you fucking want another time to be fair he was in the back of my friend was in the back of the fucking Land Rover and because it was old bolt shutters they opened and he fell out the back in his wheelchair no he didn't fuck. did fucking hell I don't know how he survived it was fucking dangerous mate fucking hell had some fun with him Chris says fast car slow too no well, Chris is flashy too though so I yeah, thought come was- on boys yeah well, range like old Land Rover, like shitty old Land Rover, tin metal fucking shit going over grass, bumpy as fuck. That does sound fun. That does sound fun. Yeah, I'll give you that. And you can have loads of tubs of hostile products in the back and deliver them like Santa. But if I nah, you know what? I'm taking a Bugatti. I have to. I have to. I can't not. Yeah. Oh, man. Your That's, idea. Your, your whole idea. Thing, you you'd be doing a disservice to your true <laughs> if you didn't pick the fucking Bugatti. <laughs> James, it's easy to say that it's fun, but if you saw the two cars sitting in front of you, you'd be like, fuck that Range Rover, and you'd get in the Bugatti. There's you no don't way. Know that, though. You don't I know do know that. that. If you saw them both sitting in a parking lot, you'd be like, okay, but what if Fuad, if it's like, okay, you're like on a closed course and you can 
take the Bugatti, but you have to drive under a hundred or yeah. you can take the Range Rover and just fucking go balls to the walls on a close course. I'm still taking the Bugatti. Day. I'm still taking the Bugatti because the Range Rover yeah, is going to be. In that case, I think I would take the, the Range Rover. But if it's like my daily driver, like I'm not driving around the streets going 200 anyway. So yeah. I take the fucking fast car and just drive it slow, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think James is just taking a piece out of me. James is I'm taking the piss. Over. James is taking the piss. I might be taking the piss. That's why I'm on it. <laughs> All right. Um, two more. <laughs> Stupid one or good one? Stupid one. If you could be any superhero, who would you be? And he's got us ranked. He's got Ian as Superman. Uh, James is the thing. Uh, I'm Batman because I'm flashy. It says because he's flashy. <laughs> <laughs> it has been as Wonder Woman. <laughs> to be fair, though, Wonder so, Woman. By the way, would... Fuad, you're the only one with no superpowers. But yeah. I'm Batman. I don't give a fuck. I, yeah. I, I made myself great just with well, you're, my own it's natural. everything you wanted. You have fancy cars and billions of dollars, and you can give it away to Ben. That's right. That's right. That's right. And to be fair, Wonder Woman would beat the shit out of the thing, I think. I think the thing yeah. is a bit of a pussy. I don't think Batman's is. I don't think I'm Batman. If I had to actually like rank, who myself. do you think you are? Yeah, who do you think you are? I don't know. I don't know comics that well, so yeah. I don't know. You know, it's an obvious stereotype. Every bodybuilder's like, oh, I'm the Hulk. Yeah, but I don't. I don't fucking know. I don't know what. I don't know what superhero I would be. You guys know that shit better than I do. I don't see my, myself being very Superman-y either. But you could be Superman. I'm too short. Yeah, but you got the hair and the whole. Yeah. You know. The permanent, you know, the all-American boy thing going on. Do I? Yeah. Well, you're Canadian, but you know, the the white yeah. guy with blonde, like blonde Please. hair and blue eyes. Yeah. yeah. Right, James. He could be Superman. Uh, I don't know. He's Captain America, but he'd have to be Captain Canada. Yeah. yeah. He's Captain I could Canada. Be more Captain America versus Superman. Yeah. I think you got that. Like, Captain no, yeah, America got have that. does Captain America have any superpowers? Wait, wait, wait. Chris is quite Captain America, though. I was just going to say, Chris is Superman. Yeah. Chris is Superman. I don't know. I, Chris oh, is Superman. Okay, so you're, you're, you're Captain America, Chris is Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What, is, what superpowers does Captain America have? He's just well, got he a got shield. Fucking, like that like, Nazi juice put in, remember? He got some really <laughs> strong. Yep. He got shot up with some good juice. He got good Literally. gear. Yeah. He's got good, yeah, he that's can, your, he got the good gear. Yeah. That's your superpower. You have good gear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, had this, I got the good hookup. Yeah. What is, uh, what's the thing do? What is the thing's superpower? He's just, he's just a strong piece of rock. He's, he's just a big fucking boulder. That's you. He's ugly That's as so fuck you. as well. So what's he trying to say? What's he trying to say? Oh, I mean, you're Come not, on. you're not Bumstead. Come on. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> just, I, wait, 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 wait. I'm not saying you're ugly, but I'm not saying you're, but you're not Chris Bumstead. Let me go and have a shave and get a hair transplant. I'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> Just he cleans up nice. He cleans up nice. Is what he said. I think you know who I feel James is like. James is like that. Uh, who's the Who's the really smart uh, mutant? That's like looks like Wolverine. Is it the Is it oh, hey, beast, boy, beast, uh, beast 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 Beast? I think James oh, is my Beast. Man. Yeah. Oh, my man. Oh yeah. my Beast. beast I think you're Beast because you're kind of you know you're a little bit introspective and yeah. I don't, uh, Ben. I see Ben as the who's the guy with the cards. Oh, yeah. Gambit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could actually, he could be a bit yeah. of a Gambit. I could see him wearing a headpiece as well. That's why, black yeah, yeah. Gambit, and Gambit, the, I thought was the coolest motherfucker ever when I was a kid. And the long, the, the long, tre- the long trench coat is doesn't he, wear, yeah. doesn't he wear a long trench coat too? Uh, I think it's quite a long coat. He does have a long coat, yeah, he that could be cool. That's Ben, yeah. Yeah, I can see. He's had that hair as well, like a bandana and this little thing sticking out the top. Because yeah. I swear his hair sticks out the top. 
I don't think I fit anywhere. I'm definitely not Batman. Do you know why? Because they haven't done enough like multicultural. Tony Stark's pretty fucking flashy. They need more. They need more multicultural superheroes. No, I'm not, saying, I'm not. I'm not saying because they're not brown, James. I am. There's no. There's no Arab superheroes. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling them out. I'm calling out Disney right now. This is big, big Hollywood here is putting Uad down. He has no role models to look up to. Honestly, listen. We could. We need to appeal for this because then we could get a superhero that's okay. Aside from the race okay. thing, is is there? There's nobody like me. Is there? Uh, Batman's like prim and proper and you, fucking. Who has their superhero? Who is the that? Mandarin? No, wait, he's the Mandarin. Who's the Mandarin? <laughs> the Mandarin's the, the guy that thingy plays. Uh, ben, who is it? The, you know the Mandarin, surely. I don't. Ian must know the Mandarin. Is, it, a, is, it, somebody, so is it somebody shit? He's so bad. I got a restaurant. Get it. <laughs> I texted Mandarin. Who's the Mandarin? Okay. Maybe well, I know. You'll know when you see him. I'm just... This is me taking a dig, you know. Taking a dig at me? Is that what you're doing? A little bit. Just a touch. Oh, this yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. The guy. This guy's like, he, he's just, like tall and skinny. Makeup-wise, if you could do that. No, but I don't think you found the right person. I think Ian has. I think Ian's found who we're after. What's he look like, Ian? This, I is, got a... this, this is Fuad written all over it. That's what well, I got. That's not me. Well. That's like a tall, it's like a tall skin. That's like Ben. He's got a beard. That guy looks like Ben. He literally looks like Ben. And he's Asian. But I don't think he's Asian. Dude, yeah, he, he's Asian. definitely Asian. I mean, his he name wasn't. is the Mandarin. Yeah, he's the Mandarin. He's That's literally Asian. a fucking Asian language. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That's really bad because I just got totally confused. With All right, you guys can comment below. You guys can comment below what whatever comic book guy you think I am. <clears throat> um, I mean, because Batman doesn't fit, right? Batman's too like prim and proper and shit. You, no, you want it to fit. You want it to fit. You want people want- to say, God. Of course it fits. You are Batman. No, I, I don't want it. I don't want people to say that. I'm just trying to actually figure it out. It doesn't work. Is there, it doesn't no, one work. Else, is there, is there no one else like Batman that's not Batman? That's a little bit more rough. Is there like it. a is there like a yeah, a rougher Batman? I reckon it must be. There must have been right. a villain. Well, somebody somebody will comment and figure it out. Okay, last one. And I'm only picking this one because it has 92 likes. So like apparently everybody else wants to know too. Uh rank every major competitive bodybuilding coach. From top to bottom. That's oh, a hard one. Well, you guys are obviously going to say Patrick because okay, he's well, your... okay, here. You you provide us the let's let's decide on five here that we decide are the top five and then we'll rank them. Okay, well Patrick Patrick's in the list, Aceto's hey, in the list, Hani's in the list. Aceto, Nichols. Patrick, Aceto, Nichols, Hani. Farah. Hani. Farah. Farah. But then you got Neil, like ah, it's, it's, you got a, that's a tough denarrative to five. You got boot you got boot someone out of five. Someone's got to come sixth. I think Farah would be over Neil. I think yeah. Farah's had a lot of success with Dexter and people like yeah. that. And Kai. And, Bran- and Branch. And Branch. You've got to look at it for what they've managed to do with people. Yeah, Farah's good. It's tough because there's Jansen, there's Neil, there's like a yeah. bunch of... But I do I think... Mean, Jansen and that, Jansen are there. They're coming. They're there. They're just, yeah, they're these right guys there. have had a little bit, more, little bit more longevity. Well, we, can pick, we can pick more than five. It doesn't have to be five. But let's go with the top five. So... Who's who's first? Who's the best coach? You're gonna say Hani, aren't you? Because because of the credentials. Not because of the credentials. I think Hani is the best coach. You think so? Okay, See, so. I, I know nothing about Hani as a coach. This is the thing. This is when this. When people have too many high-profile people like that, I'm like, he doesn't actually help them. It's just nonsense, you know. No, this is why I'm saying it. So before anybody what, like wonders how I got that, 
I'm not saying any of these things by people I've worked with or by their necessarily their credentials. I'm saying it more by how, how, how many, how many people did that coach, how much could he get out of each athlete? Yeah. And I feel like Hani gets the most out of the people he works with. That's why I, I, it's like, because for me personally, John Meadows is the best coach. He's the best coach for me, but we're not talking about, oh, shit. It, yeah, we didn't even say John, then. Yeah, fuck. but we're not talking about individual, like what's the best for you. We're talking about as a whole, right? Yeah. So you can't leave Hani out. Cause he's got like fucking 10 Olympias or 12 Olympias or 15 Olympias or some shit. Jeremy, fucking Jeremy, Nicole, Nicole Wilkins, fucking. Oh, hey, I have two Olympia wins as a coach. Why aren't I on this list? No. <laughs> <laughs> In some people's because... eyes, you might just be. Because most people are like anybody could train Chris Bumstead. That's that's probably true in a lot. It's kind of like the things, <laughs> same thing people say about Hani with Phil. Yeah. They don't they don't give Hani the credit because Phil's Phil. I think I think that's why people like some of the lower, not lower, they're not lower level coaches, but the ones that don't necessarily get the same spotlight are actually really good because they take some rather average people and, and yeah. make them good. Yeah. yeah. So. But I don't think, but I also don't think it's fair to fault. I don't think it, they get high profile. Clients. Yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, like I wouldn't take anything away from Ian because he trains Chris. Yeah, no, you know, like, it's actually probably more pressure. It's probably more pressure for because you you've coach. because you've seen what's happened to Chris in the last year. So you're like, well, Ian had something to do with that. So it doesn't, you know, just because somebody has great genetics, it doesn't mean they still don't need help. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and then we see Phil this that's, year. That's where my mind always went with Hani. So I'd, I'd be kind of hypocritical in that. But, sense. but wait I a minute. Thought like Hani's just got all the top people. So it's like, is he actually doing it? Or is this just like a fucking name play game, you know? Well, but we've seen what Nicole Wilkins with, looks like with and without Hani. We've yeah. seen like, I know what I look like but with, uh, with and without. We know what Jeremy looked like before and after. Yeah. We, we see Phil this year. Apparently Phil didn't work with Hani this year. I don't know, but. I that think was... he did, but there was some arguments. Dispute. I don't know. There's, I won't say too much because I don't know. There was some sort of things flowing around on you. Know, I don't know about any of the drama. I just yeah. I I heard that. I didn't know that was true or not. So yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting uh, to know. But um, no, I think it, the other thing you know, I've seen people that have left Hani and never looked as good. Seth worked with Hani. Seth Seth worked with Hani. Yeah, I mean. You also got to wonder, is he getting really great genetic people or is he getting so much out of them that they look amazing? I think that, well, look at Phil in 2005, yeah? Listen, he was already going to be something special. Yeah, Phil. Phil. Um, but you still got to nurture that person in the right way in order not to spoil them. Well, the thing I wonder is Phil, Phil, Phil with like 10% not as good is Phil still beat high. Well, yeah, don't, uh, don't answer that, Ian. You've already said. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I, I feel at ninety percent probably still would have. Let's be honest. Yeah, he was so good. I I don't agree with that. But anyways, let's let's not get into that debate. That's <sighs> fine. No, okay, fine. Well, so percent would. <laughs> <laughs> so is this was Hani or is it who else would be competing with Hani for that first top spot? Is it Chad? I mean, yeah, you have to say so because of because of flex and because of um fucking uh, Ronnie. Chad's trained a lot of top people, whether it be Flex Chad Wheeler, like twenty Olympias, right? Twenty uh, Paul, Paul Delette. Yeah, he won. 20, he's twenty Olympias when you include uh, Vince Taylor's Masters Olympia. And he just won with yeah this. Year. And he just won with Rami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a huge feather in your cap. Take a guy who has been competing for eight years, couldn't win, and all of a sudden, and then he did the same thing with Ronnie. Ronnie was a pro for eight years. Yeah. And then he fucking took on Chad, and all of a sudden started winning. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it's hard to debut. You know, the only dispute to that is a lot of people are like, "Oh, what about the health issues that yeah, 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 yeah. come with Chad and all this stuff?" But those things are debatable, 
right? Exactly. Well, it, it, nothing is in stone. We don't know the ins and outs. Yeah, nobody knows it's Chad's fault. They're just exactly, exactly. So I don't know. What are we saying then? Is Chad the best coach ever? <sighs> on pay on paper. Yeah. On paper, right? If someone yeah. said that to me, I would. But wait a second. But wait a second. We're saying. But we're saying Chad has twenty Olympias. I think Hani has more. Does he? I don't think. I don't think well, he because does. Phil Phil's won seven, right? Yeah. yeah. Jeremy Cole's Jeremy Buendia won four, didn't he? Three or yeah. Four. And then Nicole Wilkins won two or three. Yeah. Yeah, and that's 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 the limit, though, isn't it? Is that all of them? Yeah, yeah I think so. I don't think he's won more than like sixteen or eighteen. So say fifteen, okay. But if you're gonna say somebody won fifteen Olympias and somebody won twenty, that's kind of that's a what? twenty. That's a twenty percent difference, man. That's I know. Big. I no, no. I know. But then you're also going to say nobody. This guy's kept people healthy, and th- this guy has. Oh some, yeah, some, this is some, if you start to yeah, if you start to deeper a deeper analysis on this, you could find also the reasons that this man's met, managed to turn more people Olympia than this person because yeah. Chad's only had like what two or whatever versus say four from Honey. Honey could argue, oh, I've turned more people into an Olympia champion. Yeah. Or people means Chad, I'm able Chad, to coach Chad more people. To, Chad was able to keep those people up on top longer. So uh, uh, yeah, so there you go. You could, well, what's right? You know, in the I mean, argument, he has standards. Ronnie, who's won the most. So I mean, it's like you know. Yeah. This is interesting. So it's I actually am really curious what people think now, because if it, I, ultimately, ultimately, I guess you have to go by record. I think so. I think in this, yeah, I mean, in this, the way this question is asked, yeah. After that, it's so subjective. It's like you really have to go by yeah. record. You know? I like Chad a lot, man. I yeah. had him. On, I had him on the podcast just after the Olympia, and he's so fun to talk to, and he's so knowledgeable. You know, you know a good coach when he speaks to you, and you just, you just know whatever he just said is fucking right. Like yeah. there's no, that's how Chad is. But okay, well, so Chad's in first place then. So, but Chad then Hani. Yeah, I would go Chad then Hani. Yeah. Then Chris. Then Chris. Because Chris has got how many Olympias does Chris have? Kamal. Uh, Kamal's won once. Kamal Sean. Three three of Cutlers, not the last one. Oh, two of Cutler. Only two of Cutlers. Two of two of Cutler. Oh, we forgot Cutler on Hani's resume. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because that was two of his yeah. Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. And ten. And ten? Yeah, but he didn't win in ten. Did he win in ten? He did win in ten. Yeah. He lost in eleven. Yeah. 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 So there's two more for Hani there. Um, so Chris, I think would be third in my opinion. I, I think so. Like between, between Olympia wins and just pro wins. He's I mean, trying to Olympia wins, think... like, I mean, Neil, how many did Neil win with flex? Six or six, five, six, six or seven. I think. Yeah. Six. Yeah. I think. But then now this comes down to, this is what this truly comes down to. Where do you consider two twelve yeah. versus open? Cause that is really where this comes down to. So do you think a win in a two twelve? you know, equates I don't to think the Olympia wins. No. I have to. I have to be. Like, I'm sorry, guys. This might just be my own subjective opinion. No, but yeah, listen, all, like, obviously, it is my subjective. Opinion. I don't think Neil is better than Chris. No, the clout isn't the same. I know it's weird. It's just because it just isn't um, with with open versus no, open. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not. That's not why I say that. I say but that either way. There is more prestige to the open. We can all agree on that. Yeah, yeah. Flex but I, but I also, but I also think like Flex Wheeler is a, a genetic marvel, or Flex Lewis. Sorry, is a genetic yeah. marvel. And then the other main, the other big name athlete that Neil has is Bonac, and I'm like, he's not with him. Anymore. Yeah, he's not with he's not with him anymore. So I'm like, who's Neil really coached other than Flex? That's, I mean, Ryan Terry, I guess. Got a couple of good wins with John De La Rosa. De La Rosa. Um, 
He's got a good yeah, body. So. He's got a good body work, but I still feel like Aceto has trained everybody, and for and for a long yeah, time long too. Time, yeah, Aceto's uh, catalog goes back way before we even know, and there's yeah. people that he's prepped to win shows we didn't even know of. Yeah, yeah, Aceto is probably the longest running coach. Yeah, he yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was he's he's going back to like. When I had him on the podcast, he was talking about going to a camp in the 80s, like the early 80s. 80s. 80s I, think, yeah, I think he officially started in the 80s. Yeah, like in, like 83 or 84. He's way before Chad. Yeah, he was the first. So does that matter in the ranking, or is he still third? Is he second? I'm third. I think he's a very strong third. Yeah, yeah he's very close. Why did now, this guy... the, battle, the, the, the battle comes down to Farrah and Neil. Because Farrah had Kai and Blade, the Blade. Well, in fairness, if we're if in fairness, if we're using record, like if we put we put Chad ahead of Hani because of record, so we can't put Fair instead ahead of Neil. Farrah's got no Olympia wins. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying: clout, the clout versus the two twelve versus Farrah the open Arnold. No wins? Open Sorry. Arnold. Sorry, Ian. George Fair has no Olympia wins. That's wrong. No, he's trained Kai. He trained Branch. Dexter. Yeah, Dexter. Got, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Dexter. Oh, wait. Okay, he's got one. Okay, but what about girls that have worked with? George, no. I don't know. I don't know any girls. I don't know the girls' side too uh, much. Dana Lynn Bailey worked with George, won in Olympia. Yeah, she won Olympia. Yeah. A couple. I, I, I just like, does an Arnold, does Kai Green's two Arnold classics equate to the same as a Flex Lewis 212 win? That's yeah. where I'm wondering. That's tough. That's where it becomes like pick, nitpicky, like between Neil and Farah. I don't think, the... I don't think an Arnold win beats an Olympia win, even if it's a different class. What do you think? Very two Arnold wins. Still, man, you're talking six Olympias. Seven. Like, like where is yeah, where is? I, I's also been at, like second in the Olympia multiple times, so it's like yeah, it's like now we're batting like the, the it's kind of now it's like yeah. Kai's record versus um, Kai's record in bodybuilding versus Flexes. If Flexes is considered the better record, then Flex win, but then his coach also gets carried. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Fair over Neil. I am too. I am too. But then we're kind of contradicting our own our own record. That's okay. I don't, I don't think you are because 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 it just shows subconsciously that our thoughts towards open bodybuilding are very much yeah set. So after five after five, who is it now? We're talking like are we talking Jansen? Are we talking Patrick? Are we talking John Meadows? Yeah, you got Patrick Jansen, John Meadows. John like, Meadows. John Meadows just won an Olympia with Missy so, Missy Trescott. Yeah, and then Jansen just won with Clarida. And Jansen just won Clarida, and then and John well, Clarida, had a Clarida was actually a Meadows and Jansen. Yeah, that's oh, true. Is he still in Meadows though? Is he still? Yeah, in for training. Yeah. Meadows posts for ages. No, for training. Yeah, because Matt just told me yesterday on the podcast. Okay, because I hadn't seen so, him. Before yeah, so so John's like got a one and a half. Yeah, one point five. So I, I it'd be interesting. I could put John right behind Neil. Yeah, that's fair. John, and then who else do we say? We have Matt Jansen. I could put Matt Matt right behind John. So we've got, I think like that's where it's now cloudy in it because you've got, like you say, you've got Patrick, John, uh, Jansen. But if we're going by record, right? We're not we're not going by anything else. Well, not really anything else. So that's why Patrick isn't moving up. Because Patrick doesn't yeah. have any Olympia wins yet. No, he's got an Arnold with Hide. Uh, 212. That's 212. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we go. Uh, did he do, uh, he's on, didn't he get prep Iris as well? Patrick. Matt? Patrick? I don't know. Did you prep Iris? I believe you're right. So, John, what about does the, does Matt's client list put him ahead of John at all? Because John's client list is pretty big too. But 
I'm thinking of the Dallas. You know, he also helped Compton a little bit. He had Ian. Nathan. Nathan Diasha. Charles yeah, He's done well. Yeah, Charles done good in a couple of shows. Got like a second yeah. place. John, yeah. John, as far as like big name open bodybuilders, like I, I was probably one of the biggest ones. And now he's got Terrence. Terrence is second place at the Olympian Classic. I mean, well, in 2018, Matt had me and three other open guys all win shows. You, you, Nathan, and um, Charles yeah. and someone else. Oh yeah, Charles did win a show his first year, didn't he? Yeah, he won yeah, he that did. Chad show. Yeah, yeah. John, John, admittedly, will tell you like he hasn't had a lot of genetic marvels. Yeah, as as like he includes me in that. He's like. He's like, you're not really genetically gifted. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, that, or, uh, John attracts a very different kind of person, though. He attracts kind of like the more conscious, taller, rough, and you know, like yeah, the guys like us more than he attracts like the Nathan Dashes of the world, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, are we saying Matt is ahead of John? I I would put him pretty close, but I would give Matt the edge. Yeah. Are they tied? Maybe. Yeah, I think currently Matt. Matt, currently Matt, but I mean, John's been around a little longer. John did a lot with like his like mountain dog stuff. He's had a lot of clients. So, I mean, I, that's, that's the tough toss. I think John, I think John changed a lot of people's, including right. Matt's. I think Matt got a lot of his theories from John. Oh, Matt, 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 first to admit, he learns a lot from other coaches. I mean, he'll say that. So I think, I think I still put John six because of his body of work and how he's changed a lot of people's training. You got to look at like the the ebooks that John does and the Mountain Dog website has reached so many people. There's probably a lot of people that aren't necessarily coached by John, but they're affected by what John's done. Yeah. And if we're going to use that if, as one of the standards, what about JP? Oh, Jordan's yeah, actually Jordan's rippled out like crazy. If you look at a lot of where this stemmed from, it's obviously DC training, then got into the hands of Jordan, and then he modified it, and then that you made know everyone funny. do that for a while. You know, it's funny if we're not using just competitive bodybuilding as a standard. Yeah. The whole thing changes because then I would put John, JP, and Dante in the top three. Yeah, because yeah. theirs is like methods. Because they've they've changed people. Methodology. Yeah, people. they've changed people's they're, they're training. They're more iconic in terms of like the changing of the guard of training systems, yeah. health supplementation, everything. So it's like a yeah. different category altogether now because now we're talking about who's changed the game. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. If, yeah. If, That's if, a big if you look under that, I guarantee you all these top guys that we already named are using – health protocols and training protocols from Dante and you yeah. know what I mean? like it's, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I would like, if we're talking about coaches that have changed the game, man, Dante has been around fucking since the eighties yeah. or, or early nineties anyway, like changing people's training. It really depends what you're using as your, your basis of, of judging, you know? Yeah, definitely. I would almost, that's, you know what? I would almost put more value on the guy who's touched thousands and thousands of people over the guy who's well, got, to a lesser, yeah, but, yeah, but, to a lesser degree. but, but, but uh, then you're you're really like now taking information sources as coaches because like Dante's not really a coach, you know. That's yeah, not true. true. He true. coached a lot. He coached Kuklo and he coached like you know Justin Harris. He's coached people, not yeah, like he coach anymore. No, no. But uh, what I'm saying is somebody created a system. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. Like if you if you've created a system that thousands of people are using. Yeah, I mean, I mean you could say that with Neil and his Y3T, and you could say that with Hani and FSD7. I mean, like there's going to be everyone. Those like, are these guys put more of like fundamental stuff in, but I feel like those are variances of previous, previous things. Like when you look at FSD seven, it's really just like yeah. fast, like less progress periods and like faster sets. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't like, there's no, there's no body of work that like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
You know, John introduced dog crap is like a real thing. Yeah, yeah John introduced oh, dog crap is a real thing. Yeah, when you talk about mountain dog stuff, fuck, he introduced everybody to like chains and bands. Who do you see that doesn't use bands anymore? That's John's yeah. influence. That's all John. Yeah, to be fair, he was the guy doing that. Like now, you see like hunters using bands and everybody. That's all fucking John I, I, shit. I feel, I feel like because John John had a great friendship with like obviously elite lifts, and then he picked up a lot of information from them and they shared yes. information from him well, that's, he'll, he took that over into bodybuilding yeah he'll say that though well because he he'll say that he said he used to train at west side barbell and he used exactly. a lot of the, the powerlifting stuff he brought over to bodybuilding yeah yeah i wonder what um like because that's like um obviously uh mike francois used to train at west side so yeah. i wonder if it was similar as well maybe he coaches as well even when i was an amateur i used to go on mountain dog website and find workouts on there i'd you know find like fucking what's that guy's name uh, he was a 212 bodybuilder. Mark Dugdale. Mark Dugdale. Yeah. And I'd go on there and I'd follow like his workouts and I'd just copy those. Like, you yeah. know. Mark, Mark was really cool. And I, now, yeah. I think I think now you have um Jordan is kind of to me though, like the modern day mountain dog. I agree. So yeah. if we're talking coaches that have changed the game, I don't know if I can think of another one that fits in that top three other than those than those guys. No, well, well we 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 can agree that Jordan, Patrick, Dante. Uh, and John are in that top 10. So they're, at least, they're definitely top 10 in the world. Oh, you mean as far as like our other list that we were doing? Yeah, like if we just, yeah, yeah if we, they're still in that even. Yeah, yeah. You know, I would yeah. say. Yeah, 100%. So. Interesting. Some cool. really good coaches there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, okay, guys. I'm going to go eat. You're going to go eat. We're all going to go train. I'm going to go. I'm going to eat. I've trained already. Oh, you already so trained already. Yeah, it's later. Yeah. yeah. Are you, what are you training today? You're training legs again? Yeah, I got to do legs. How many meals have you had already? One. Really? Yeah, I'll eat my next one right now and then go train. What time did you wake up at? He's a late one. Nine? Eight? Eight thirty-nine? You know what? That okay, before you go, that happens to me too. Do you feel bad about it? What? That you've only had one meal and it's two thirty. No, this is every single day for me. So you do that too, because that happens like, to me. I'll though. wake up, I'll wake up at eight and like I might sit on the couch and like drink a coffee and not do yeah. my cardio till eleven. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't think that's... Oh, so you fun. don't start your day. You're one of them. You don't start your day straight away. Like No, like yeah. I'll, I'll get up and like, you know, Melissa's always up before me. So I'll get up. I'll come downstairs. We'll sit and drink coffee and chat and whatever. I might check my phone, check my emails, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And like, I also don't go to bed super early, but even if I, I, need even to be if more I do like get you. up early, like I'll, I won't like get up and like go right down to the treadmill and do cardio and eat breakfast like 30 minutes after, you know, it's like I might fuck around for two hours before I do cardio and eat my first meal. Sorry, right. I, I need to be more like I you. I feel I like we could learn from him. We could I learn from you. I didn't my first meal until like 15 minutes before I got on this podcast at like 11.45. Okay, I don't need uh, to learn. I, I already do that. I just thought, I was just I always felt horrible about it. I'm like, no. I thought you guys are like the regimented guys. And I'm like, okay. I am I regimented, but I'm regimented in my with that regime. With that regime, with that regime. Uh, I know that, but what I'm saying is like uh, traditional bodybuilding. Oh, sure. Think would be and like. I used to be that way, but yeah. I think relaxed relaxing on that stuff has made me a lot less anxious and like enjoy my yeah. life. Yeah. I think that's why I suffer a bit. Yeah. Are you, you're still getting in your six meals though. Of course I haven't missed, I haven't missed a meal in a decade, but I mean like I, I'll, I'll get up, you know, but I might stay up till two 30 in the morning. You know, you haven't missed a meal in a decade. Is that no. real? You're fucking around. I, I looked at Melissa and she's like, yeah, I don't think I, I can't really think of a time I have. No. 
Really? I mean, like, look, I went on vacation after the Olympian. I didn't eat yeah. six meals a day on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. But any other time when I've been home and normal, I can't, I can't recall even missing a meal one time. Okay. So when you get home from vacation, you flip the switch. You're like, I'm home. I'm ready to work. Yes. That you never missed a meal. Uh, no. Like I had a couple of days where like I ate a, a crappy meal here and there, but I still ate six, five meals plus one crappy, you know? Wow. Yeah. Good for you. I can vouch for this. When we, that- we came back from Mexico. They flew back for like eight hours and it was like 10 p.m. He's staying in my house and he's like, yo, Chris, where's your food scale? I'm like, <laughs> why the fuck are you weighing your food right now? You just flew back from Mexico. Yeah. It's 10 p.m. at night. Like, eat whatever yeah. you want. But he had to start weighing food because he was home. All and right. I... Vacations, everything. It's, it's fun. Well, that's, that's how you get top seven in the Olympia, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's the thing. Sure. That is James, the truth. James, you see what just happened? You got you got a fan. Did you get a fan? Did you feel really like good there? That we got a we got a we got a cameo appearance from Chris Bugs. I know. I, I got a little bit. I, I know. I got a little bit. I got a little bit. Um, this podcast now. This podcast. That's why Chris Bumstead says Ian never misses meals. 100%. I got some butterflies. I got some butterflies in my stomach there. <laughs> I got here, a soft like, spot. We got we got everyone here. We got Courtney in, over there, Chris and Melissa. See, this That's is like a. This is the cool house. It's, the, Car- it's the Kardashians house. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, next time you can tell Chris, he can just sit in, man. We got an extra spot. Yeah, there you go. Um, okay, gentlemen. Uh, it was a good time. I'll talk to you guys yeah. next week. Yeah, we'll Definitely, see you. Man. All right, fellas. I'll speak to you before then. Nice one, buddy. Yeah. Bye.